Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right. Oh, speaking of clipping, <clears throat> fuck LA. Anyway, let's start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm ha- I'd be happy if the Mavs won. I'd be happy with that. <sighs> That's all I want, is for them to be relevant again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, game gaming degenerates. I was going to say gambling degenerates, but it's gaming degenerates. Welcome back to episode nine of A Winner Is You, and we're laughing, and everybody's having a good time because we spent the last 50 goddamn minutes trying to figure out the soundboard that's not working, and so we blindly started this podcast, thanks to me. So here we are, sans an intro. But for the listeners, you won't hear a damn thing being different because I played that damn intro in post-production. But yet, everything else apparently seems to work. So, you know, we'll, uh, we'll figure out this as we go. We, we will take this burden for you listeners. We will, we'll, we'll go forward without yeah. the intro. That's right. So I just paused and put a finger up. Not that finger. Mm. Not, that, not that finger. Hey, phrasing. Hey, it worked <laughs> that time, but now we had both. We had <laughs> Arthur and the ding. That would that would have been to help. <laughs> that would have been the returning Sean playing that on his phone, which was awesome. Oh, nice. <laughs> back I was from, trying to help. Back from his assignments. Welcome back, Sean. How you doing? 
Doing fine. I'm glad we're hosting this at 7 p.m. It mm. allows for uh, travel time and whatnot between work and home. Yeah, yeah. Week one was was my bad trying to do an early show, and I'm not well, understanding really... not understanding the work ethic of one Sean who can also not work receive phone messages because of uh, said job. So it's a little harder to communicate during the day. And that was my bad because well, I, mean, I just I'll, tried to I'll go. Wholeheartedly, I'll wholeheartedly take that. I mean, I think we moved that up because I was traveling well, to the great North Woods. So, yeah. So yeah. You, you drop the fourth wheel. It's fine. I get There's, it. Yeah. It's fun <laughs> to go around. But, but then we for, also dropped our third wheel because he was in the North Woods. And then it was yep. just the Dan and Adam show, which is what we intended all along. So Is that not just a conversation? Yeah, we just talked to each other <laughs> about about basketball. I think we got into sports, didn't we? We just talked sports. And illegal gambling. Sports, 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 sports. Not a sports fan, huh? See, those work. And that's all we're going to get today. I was, was going to say, you should pretend that you're not playing those now and that you cut all that in just when you want. You just cut in all the sounds. <laughs> You guys just happened to react like I played a soundbite, yeah. even though I oh, never really played he it. He must have done a Simpsons one. <laughs> oh, so I think that's a pretty safe assumption. We could just, oh, that's yeah. Simpsons. That's our, every one. Yeah. Odds or, haha, Drew, <laughs> Drew is a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> that okay, boomer. Sounds apparently. <laughs> yeah, where did the gagging sounds come from, huh? Oh, those were fresh. I, I, uh, that's the basement. Oh. oh, I made those oh, IRLs. Yeah, you'll have basements. How about that? <laughs> yeah, there's one reason to stay up north. Yeah, there a. I can think of a whole four months as to why I don't want to stay up there. <laughs> I can think also, of a whole. I can think written... of a whole four months why I don't want to stay down there either. It's true. Your mosquitoes are worse than here. I gotta say, when you had me taking care of your lawn while you were, you know, surgically recovering, your mosquitoes are. Fucking vicious. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. That is a true statement. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. So remember, I got bit to help you out. I I I certainly appreciate it. I took it to heart. One love. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's brotherhood right there, man. That's brotherhood. <laughs> he said it. It's official. Love. <laughs> well so, Yeah. <laughs> it's not, you know. There's a limit here. All right, I'm derailing again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got a ridiculous amount of things to talk about, and since we spent an hour ruining everything on my soundboard, uh, we're going to try and get through all this stuff as quick as we can. We've got on the big board. I'll probably put a soundbite in there later. We're going to review quickly episode one of, well, I guess, yeah, episode one of High Score from Netflix. We are going to hit a little bit on Madden 21 coming out next week, as well as some information about potential 2K getting back into the NFL business. Epic Games versus Apple. Uh, we got a handful of quick hitters we'll talk about as we get there. And most likely close this out with a little DC fandom talk. So with that, let's get into... Our topics. Uh, 
right, episode one. High score. What'd you guys think? We got a little. We got a little background. We started off with talking how kind of how Atari and and gaming and the arcade business got started. I thought it was it was different than what I expected it to be. It was, uh, I don't know. It it really went back to the very beginning of gaming. I guess I kind of expected them to pick up uh, kind of halfway through, or I don't know. I don't know why I expected that, but they went right back to you know the first arcade uh, console, um, which was Mission. No, what was it? it was, uh, not Space Invaders, but it was right before that. Anyway, I did watch it. Yeah. Are you talking about Missile Command? Is that what you were thinking of? Missile Command, Missile thank you. Missile Command was, the, oh. yeah, that was the big one they talked about, too. Yeah. Sorry. So it, it yeah. was just interesting that they went back to the very beginning of the actual uh, you know, boxes in the arcade. I thought they were going to kind of just do the consoles and things. So it was interesting to go back a little further. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was, yeah, they, they definitely went back a little bit farther than I expected. I thought they were going to start kind of with Atari, but they, they obviously... Stepped into that pretty quick, um, but talking about kind of how, yeah, they, they these first video games really got started and how, you know, the idea of Space Invaders came along and it was kind of cool to see some of those mm-hmm. old drawings that I can't remember the guy's name, unfortunately, but the guy, the creator, kind of had an old sketchbook that he, he opened up a couple times and showed like, we started with these big squid characters and we, you know, like they wanted to start with certain things and they just couldn't do it because it wouldn't fit the screen properly. And they were going to use uh, human, like human guys as the bad guys, yep. but they thought like, Oh, we shouldn't be shooting humans. So he didn't want to do that, yep. uh, which was kind of cool. And then seeing how they made, how he kind of used the grid on the piece of paper to figure out yeah. how the eight bit characters would look was the actual pixels. Really interesting. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's uh, uh... Tomohiro, uh, Tomohiro Nishikado. I went for it. Nishikado would be my Nishikado? guess. Nishikado. Uh, I was going to say, I took a lot of notes as we went, so I was ready to fill you in what his name was. Because oh, he was my you. favorite part of the episode. I would have enjoyed just watching 45 minutes on him and Space Invaders. Like, not just because I thought he was funny with, like, the magic trick thing he did and the... Uh, um, just talking about like how why he imagined an alien being an octopus because he was like that was what was in his head like and then they do that overlay over Japan with the space yeah. invaders and then him taking out that old notebook that's gonna break apart to show you all the stuff from the original like programming it code and then the pictures I was like this is awesome like that's what I thought it would be and then I think Drew you you kind of hit it where I didn't expect it to go in and out so much. Uh, and talk about so many things I felt like within 45 minutes, uh, which made me feel like I didn't get enough. Because um, it seems yeah. like they're going to roll right into the next topic for the second one. They leave you on a little, you know, cliffhanger. So, so. I kind of think that they it was all all over the place like that. Like, I, I had the same view. Like, I felt like I was getting lost a little bit. It was kind of all over the place. But I feel like you almost have to do that on the first episode, right? Because you're trying to set up all of these storylines that yeah. will pay off you know, over the next, what is it, six episodes? Yeah. So five episodes, something like that. So, yeah. you know, over the next uh, five episodes, they have to pay off all these storylines. So they have to set them all up in the first uh, the first episode. You know, hopefully yeah. hopefully one of them got 
they want to got somebody hooked so that that person would come back for later episodes. So. Well, yeah, I hope they do that because like I'm I'm interested to know if they do like or if they just keep moving through the history until we get to now. Because if they keep going through history, I feel like we're not going to see more of the people we just saw, which I want to learn more like about the. Uh, I wrote down Greg and something because I couldn't remember their names, but the guys that created the. Uh, mm-hmm. um, the mods. The enhancer. The, the mods. mods. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I. I was like, uh, what a genius idea they had. And talking how they were making, yeah, we were making 600 bucks a machine uh, just because we bought the machines and got them in the dorms. And then, hey, we're yeah. losing a bunch of money each week because people just keep playing the game and they learn it and they're beating it. So let's find a way to make them keep spending money. Like, just like listening to those stories, it was awesome. It was really interesting to hear them talk about it like a business, right? Yeah. I mean, they were, mm-hmm. they're like, this is, you know, it's it's not our passion or anything. Like, we're, you know, going to MIT where, you know, engineers, you know, this one guy was like a triple major and a bunch of things, yeah. real, real smarties. Right. But they're like, Hey, you know, this is a business where, you know, I'm going to invest a certain amount of money in this box, you know, this arcade box and put it somewhere. And I'm going to be tracking every nickel or quarter or whatever goes into that thing. Um, and if it's not making enough money for me, like we better figure out a way to make it more, <laughs> make it make more money. Um, and they did. So, you know, they did all those mods and, uh, super mega command missile or whatever the hell yeah. they called it. Super yeah. missile command. Super, super missile, missile command. command. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So basically so, making I mean, a, a new, almost a new game to a sense. Yeah. With and more, then, it was like I. You know what I wrote? I I wrote the original DLC because it was like <laughs> they paid to get the different colors and the different like uh, characters and the new patterns and. I was like, holy shit, they thought of DLC in 1970, whatever, or what, 8 or 1980, whatever it was. 1980, yeah, 79, 80. And, yeah. And just, yeah, hearing the, that, basically that's how Miss Pac-Man was born and, and created was yeah. because yeah. of a mod that they made for Pac-Man that they had to go to court for uh, to kind of get approved because, obviously, when Pac-Man was created and they came up with this mod, uh, you know, was it Nam- Bandai or whoever it was pissed and, they, or atari was yeah, pissed they, atari, tried to sue they were, yeah <laughs> they were fighting atari midway uh, sorry yeah midway yeah they were fighting atari over missile command and then uh while they settled that in secret they were lying to midway like yeah if you're gonna take us to court we're gonna win there too and then they're like oh we'll work with you and then they made miss pac-man like they, he was saying he's like we're 21 year olds lying to this company yeah. i'm like oh i love it that's so <laughs> that's good awesome. yeah but yeah there was some really cool stuff i liked kind of how they did it I'm, I'm really looking forward to kind of the next one as they kind of hinted towards at the end here of now we're kind of moving into nintendo and i think yeah I know they're not going all the way to current. I don't. So I, I'm hoping they spend a lot more time on that era between Nintendo and Sega because I think that's a lot of our our big things that we all kind of did. Not not Sean Super Nintendo, N64. Maybe they'll get to N64. There we go. Yeah, I did those. <laughs> I did the same though. That's the same with me though. Like I played them, but that wasn't my era. But okay. Uh, I get it though. Like I am. I can't wait to hear. I hope this is all Nintendo focus. Uh, this next episode. Yeah, uh, and the the guy who uh, you know basically created what he, he created Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. and uh, what was his other one before that? He has three names: Scott something Howard. Yeah, Howard something something Howard Scott Warshaw. Man, I was uh, on it with notes. 
some guy. variation of that. <laughs> Put those three Yars names together in whatever whatever order you want. Yeah, I, it's it three first names. names. <laughs> well, you yeah, can just Warsaw. say <laughs> you can just say the guy that created ET. Yeah, um, and that was Steven Spielberg. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. The other the other ET, not that ET, the bad ET. <laughs> That was like they, yeah, they did a good chronicle on that one too, which was which was kind of neat. That basically this guy was given a what, two month. What was it? July. He got the off request in July, and they needed it by September to get a yep. ET game created. And in that was it for Christmas because they wanted to have yeah, it for Christmas. Like Superman sixty four. Yeah, like that's a disaster yes. waiting to happen. <laughs> yes, exactly, and that is why it completely bombed. And yeah, he was like, "I can do this. Of course, I can do this. Why are you going to say no?" And yeah, he created this yeah. idea. He went to he had to go sit in front of Steven Spielberg, and he was like, "You know, this is like this is amazing. Like, I get to sit in front of a Steven Spielberg and pitch a video game and." Steven Spielberg just basically said after hearing the pitch, like, why can't we just make it like Pac-Man? <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, um, fuck. He's like, because we, I can't make, I can't recreate a Pac-Man game in two months, but I can do this. Like, but sold it to him in a better way. But that yeah. was basically the okay. idea behind it. Out of sheer curiosity, and feel free to cut this. What the fuck is the premise of an ET game? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Like. I don't know who thought that was going to be the big hit. I, I don't know. I well, also am not. Because... I don't like the movie, so <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I've never played I mean, it or seen it. What the hell is it? So, I mean, it was. I don't know exactly what the actual premise was, but I think it was you were supposed to try to help ET get home, like ET phone home, right? So you're supposed to try to help him along. But I think from you know Spielberg's perspective, or anybody who was greenlighting this thing's perspective, was like, video games are hot right now. There we go. He's got. He actually got has the cart right got there. It. Got the cart right there. Um, worth some money now. Hold on to that. No, because there's millions so. in dumpsters and <laughs> landfills across the world because they didn't. Yours sell. doesn't have juice on it, so it's worth more. <laughs> yeah, go get it signed by uh, Howard Scott Warshaw. There you go. <laughs> so I think the premise is like from from Spielberg's, Spielberg's perspective, it's like video games are really hot right now. Uh, we just had Raiders of the Lost Ark come out. Now my new big new movie's coming out, E.T. Like we need to have a video game tie-in. It it almost doesn't have to have anything to do with actual E.T. Right? Like he said, like, well, why can't you just make it like Pac-Man? But it's just Pac-Man instead of Pac-Man is an E.T. character. Like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter. They were just looking for a video game tie-in. They could have made so. a Reese's Pieces instead of the little cookies. They could have had Reese's Pieces yeah. all around the board. They could have, you know. Yeah, it was just because Raiders of the Lost Ark was a huge yeah. success. The game was a huge success. So you got to do the same thing with E.T. So why the hell not? Yeah, what? and the, this guy is the one that made it. <laughs> he designed that game, and then the other one he said I had never heard of was Yars. Yars Revenge. It is yeah, awesome. I never heard of that. It's an awesome. Oh, that's he, a masterpiece. He whoa, was the guy whoa. that did both of those. So the guy's like, he's obviously really good at what he did, yeah. and then he's like, yeah, I'll get this done in five weeks. And then after the five-week deadline, they say, hey, but really, you have 36 hours because you're presenting to Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he had to come up with a concept in 36 hours yeah, to, to give yeah. it to Spielberg. And he's yet. like, no, nah, you don't want you don't want an uh, replica, uh, what is it, like a duplicate of Pac-Man for your ET game. This yeah. is going to be huge versus, yeah, I can't make that in five weeks. You're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
them and... Oh, man, had I watched this show, I could potentially have so much to offer to this conversation. So, <laughs> yeah, thankfully, I did. Next week. Well, next I week. Think, Episode two next the week. Only other, <laughs> the only other big storyline that they had that I thought was interesting was the Channel F guy. So, Jerry yeah. Lawson. Is that, I really, that was awesome. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I thought that was super cool where they were talking about, like, listen, this is the first guy that kind of came up with the idea of saying, why do we have, you know, like Pong? Why do we have an entire console that is just a single game? Why don't we have a console that you can plug in these cartridges and the software is all right on the cartridge? Like, what a, a freaking amazing idea. And then, you know, him bringing that out basically launched everything about in-home video gaming. It's nuts. Yeah. So I thought that was a really cool thing where they yeah. just kind of explored that a little bit. I, I really like their take on that with, like, his, his kids, you know, with uh, one of their kids, I imagine. So, like, his grandson going through the pictures and then them talking how it was their point of view from their dad, like, just always tinkering in the garage. And then, like, he's the one that had this idea. And then after he makes it, it's out. And then Atari takes over because they do their version, bigger, better, sell more, better advertising, whatever it is. And then it's, like... I didn't even know Channel F was a thing. Like, I was like, what's... I assumed it'd be Atari. And then yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. they're like, Channel F. And I'm like, what the hell is Channel F? And right. they hit the point right there, like, you have no idea who our dad is because of that. Atari, they came in and did it better and took over, or whatever the case is. But that was a really cool story to hear. Um, they had a lot of stories in one 45-minute episode, uh, which is all over. They had the national... Uh, uh, what was it for winning Space Invaders? Was it what's yeah, uh, oh, yeah. her name? Becky, yeah, Becky, the, the ben, yeah. first champion. Yeah, so they had her <laughs> on there, like just talking about how she just loves loved it and could just play and play. Um, well, except for after that tournament, she didn't want to play it anymore. But um, <laughs> and then Atari itself, they had the Atari owner who said like how he was saying how his work environment was, where it was like getting all these engineers and. Uh, silicon valley to want to come work there because it's like yeah you want to wear shorts and sandals sure you want to work midnight or start at midnight i don't care and it's yeah. like i was like wow that's in the 70s with that kind of flexibility is crazy but to me it sounded like it was like a <laughs> sex drugs and alcohol kind of place so it's not yeah. like they were having some fun times <laughs> right <laughs> a little bit <laughs> it was but, it, it was good though it was, yeah. so, it was a lot of things but i really enjoyed it because it was like things i didn't necessarily know a lot of history thrown at you fast and you know and then they tail it off with how bad et was to uh, lead into the next episode uh which yeah. you know is nintendo we saw so i'm excited for that part of it yeah they basically finished off the episode with uh closing out the, the fall of atari basically and, and the kind of the rise of nintendo there yeah. Shano? Oh, uh, I was just jotting down some notes. Breaking um, news there, it looks like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> also, the name of the show suggests talking about high scores, such as the Donkey Kong controversy. Ah, uh, yes. Think... I'm really trying. <laughs> 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 That, there you go, title. <laughs> I'm really trying. <laughs> Talking about Donkey Kong scores. I'm really trying. <laughs> uh, 
Well, we might get that in the next episode when they introduce Donkey Kong. So I think they're going to talk a bit about that. So that's an oh, excellent God, segue. I, I think we should. No, I think we should just real quick. We should take a bet on whether Billy Mitchell's name comes up at all. Oh, oh God, shit. yes, his name's coming up. Come on, oh He's for sure, King of Kong. <laughs> I, I think there's a very distinct possibility that they just omit him completely from the story. He used possible. an emulator. Him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he always has a plan. I feel like I've said that four times now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I would do a lunch bet that he is not. Okay, not I'll do it. I'll do it. Opposite right. side of the lunch bet. He's going to be it in is. it. They're going right. to mention him somehow. It is. I don't know what. They... I don't they know do we'll cool, pay that off. Yeah. They do the cool graphics, and I'm there's gonna be a screenshot I take when it cuts part of him into a graphic, and that's gonna be how he's referenced. Get ready. Ugh. Well, when okay. I they were showing all those pictures, uh, old pictures of the guys in their offices and stuff like that. I swore one of them mm-hmm. was Billy Mitchell because they all looked the damn same. <laughs> they all long hair and beards more. and just ugh, <laughs> looked disheveled and yeah. <laughs> like, it's just engineers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they look like engineers. All engineers yeah. <laughs> we look disheveled. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you were working for Atari, you were having a good oh. time. They made yeah. that very clear. Yes, yeah. they did. <laughs> uh, so look forward to episode two next week because I think it's going to be a good one. I think they're going to get better and better here. So we'll review episode two next week. But a good recap of episode one. If you haven't seen it, what are you waiting for? What do you what? What are you waiting for, Sean? I'm just kidding. Uh, well, now, you, now you don't need to see it. We just told you about it. So told you everything. Just start with episode two. Yeah, and I already got us talking points going, so <laughs> I think I don't need to ever watch it. <laughs> High scores? Yeah. <laughs> All yeah, right. He's going like, to be like, they said it would be Nintendo, and he's going to come firing in next week. Hey, that Mario guy, am I right? right. Oh. That guy? It's a me, right? It's me. <laughs> Something about a coin sound? Boing, I don't know. boing, boing. Who came up with that? <laughs> All right. Very good. All I know is he could slide down a pole. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that one works, crazy. right? Hey, phrasing! He, he could clean some pipe. That's all I'm saying. It was his profession. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Moving Keep on. Keep it moving. Let's talk a little bit about Madden. I think we all... I mean, I. some of us are sports fans. Some of us play the sports games. I know not all of us do. But Madden is obviously kind of the biggest game released for consoles at this point. Madden 21's coming out next week. I'm not going to get into... I don't want to get into the specifics of all the different things because generally it's basically the same exact game you've played before. There's obviously going to be some additions and, and things like that, but you can look kind of look those up yourself, and I don't think that's going to deter you from getting the game. But there's one new uh, thing that they're adding to this year's, and it's called The Yard. And Adam, you brought this up. Um, last week, I, we didn't get a chance to talk about it then, but we're going to talk about it now. What the hell is the yard, Adam? Uh, I'm tr- I tried to find or think of a good way to explain this besides like literally backyard football. I, I want to say it was six on six uh, without going back and looking at it. The best way I can describe this game 
is if any of you, which I bet you haven't, maybe Dan, uh, is NFL Street, which had uh, Ricky Williams and it was supposed to be a blend of Madden and Blitz, where it was like three on three or five on five. And it was like backyard, your running back could be a quarterback, uh, they do crazy plays, and your offense would also play defense, so you just had the same five players all the time. So I think they took that idea, waited, because that came out early 2000s, I want to say, and uh, just made a play on that exact idea. Because it's like you're, I think you're, all your players play one offensive position and one defensive position. And so it's the same six Um you build up your player, and they're supposed to, from what I've seen from the clips, is they've built in some, like, basically think what Mahomes does on the football field, where he's doing behind-the-back throws, no-look passes. They had a bunch of guys do things like that and did the, um, shit, what's the thing where, like, they uh, put them in the... Yeah, they did that, and they had them do all the things that you see them do in practice because they don't typically do it on the field except for Mahomes I'd say who actually does the no look pass on the field but like um they had him do all those things so behind the back pass all whatever it is um and that's supposed to be in the game like they're supposed to be able to do those plays and honestly Matt doesn't change much so I'm very curious to see how broken this is going to be uh because the normal the normal gameplay it's got I I'll say it's gotten better but for how much the game really doesn't change, it should be a lot better. Uh, so now you're going to make it where they already, the ball, like, uh, magnets to their hands and all this other stupid shit just because it's kind of broken. Now they're going to do all this crazy stuff. Yeah, I, I just don't see it working as great as they think it will. Um, it looks like there's cool customization, but uh, it's not going to make me say I'm going to buy the game. I buy it for other reasons, but um, we'll see. I the It looks interesting. I'll give it that. So, from what I've seen on this thing, it's yeah, it's six on six. Um, it's the same players playing offense and defense. Basically, you're you have your quarterback, you have a center, you have two wide receivers, and you have um, well, you have three wide receivers uh, and your running back, and then subsequently on the other side, they play you know a safety, middle linebacker, cornerbacks, um, and everything to cover all your all your positions. So there's really no line except for your center and then you got two linebackers on defense so it's uh why does it keep trying to play music it's just a bad time for my audio today uh so... it's trying to do things you can't it's uh, a... that's true that's true it's making it so effort. if you're gonna if you're gonna rush the passer do you have to yell blitz like is that right i think that's what i remember it. about back yeah i think you have to call it yeah. you can only do it one per per down or per that's set that's right <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and uh, that's what I remember about backyard football. It's yeah, like, it seems like it's good. This or, this position, this mode is going to be almost like a combination. I don't know if anybody's ever played that NFL. There was an NFL Madden arcade game that came out, uh, boy, a long time ago too. Um, that was kind of similar to this too. It was like NFL Blitz, but similar, like nah, dumbed down a little bit, not as archaic. Um, but they have some like special skills that you can uh, activate and things like that. So it seems like it's going to be somewhere with an NFL blitz vibe, but trying to stay in a way simulated with the characters or the players, I guess. So I don't know. It's, it's definitely an interesting feature. It's yeah. Like NFL street or I think football or, uh, 
soccer does one too, right? So any isn't there like a soccer street one or something that's probably similar to this? And I, I think guess... so. It, yeah, it, it's supposed to take on like uh, 2K for basketball. They do like the uh, it's not battlegrounds. I'm thinking that because that's the other game we're going to talk about. But it's like the underground for 2K, where it's like you can go play your my career as your player for your team or never play that at all and go play like out on the courts with like all the people playing on the internet and play that version where it's like all the customization and different skill challenges. Like uh, I think they're trying to compete with that a little bit, which is a new thing for Madden. I'll give them that. Sure. So for, I'll, I'll start with Sean, I guess. So between Sean and Drew, like if this was more like trying to appeal to, like an NFL blitz type of game where it's not, you know, not simulation NFL football because that's, you know, that's for a certain peak group of people, right? You know, but this would be, if this is more of an arcade type of game that casual gamers would play, is this something you would consider picking up then at this point? Like if it says like, this is like NFL blitz again or something, is that something you would pick up? I think it's hard for me to say yes when I know it's just like a small part of the game, sure. right? Like if but they you can play it, had but you come can play out, just that, a hundred percent, and I totally so, understand. But yeah. I think, you know, the fact that you have the Madden banner around it when you have, you know, people like Adam who just go crazy into Madden, like you, and that's not derogatory at all. Like you no, love I that go, game, right? I go crazy. And yes, it's correct. So <laughs> it's like you, you love that game. You love, you know, everything about it. Right. And I think knowing that all of that stuff is there kind of makes me just more shy away from it because it's like, I know that I'm not going to use probably 80% of this game, right? Yeah. I'm going to use mm-hmm. the 10 to 20%. That is this yard thing. And it's going to feel like, well, wait, I own this entire other portion of this game that I have no idea what to do with. You know, I might uh, experiment with it and then get really frustrated, right? So yeah. um, I think and... the yard portion, it's like, it's great. I hope it does well, right? Because I hope what it does is it influences them to say, okay, well, maybe there's a room for a game like this, like a full game like mm-hmm. this. Um, exactly. You know, an NFL Blitz, you know, <laughs> 2020 or 2021 or two or whenever it actually comes out right but i think that is what i'm hopeful for so i hope it's i hope it's a success so my only counter argument to that would be wouldn't that kind of resemble ea and 2k's sort of way to make money where they take a game and break it up into a thousand different pieces so you only pay for what you want to play and i feel like that's probably the better idea for that because if if you want to play the arcade portion of it, you should be able to just buy the arcade portion of it. But if they did parse it out, there'd be huge backlash about, oh, well, everything is DLC these days. I think just knowing that, you know, knowing the amount of development they put into these games, right? And I, I think with Madden, it's a good example of, you know, the game is pretty much the same year after year, right? So the development really goes into you know, getting the new character, new characters, quote unquote, the new uh, players, <laughs> right? <laughs> the new rosters. rosters. <laughs> uh, you know, going out, doing all the mocap. And then, yeah, obviously they're, you know, incorporating new technology every year. So there's things like that, right? But um, the game itself is pretty much the same uh, year after year. 
So I think this is them just trying to add this little bit in to say like, okay, this is something that we've had, you know, a small team of developers working on. Uh, let's see how this does. And then, you know, if it does really well, I think it it's it's probably not as full featured as you would want a full, you know, NFL the yard game to be, right? I bet you there's a lot more that you're going to want from that type of game than what this is going to offer. So I'm hoping that that game comes out. Yes, and I, I'll add, because I bought every Madden since, uh, who knows, way too much money spent on the same game every year, um, <laughs> is that every year what comes out, especially the past few, it's your franchise mode, which is for I myself, hardcore gamer, which uh, I'm a real-life GM. I'm practicing for my career. And then oh um, you just play now mode, a online play against others in that kind of same thing, real more simulation realistic the madden ultimate team where it's collect cards spend money to get the best cards you can and keep up with that every day and then what madden does or ea for madden does is there's always that extra little piece they add where it's something a little extra to try and get you to play that's this this year where all their effort goes into the other stuff and then it's here's this little thing we put in that maybe you'll like because it's the one thing different than last year um because it sounds like past- inflation yeah, the past couple of years was a long shot story where you did a career following this guy to get him into the NFL, and that was boring. I didn't enjoy it. And then it was, hey, you want to do a my player, but only can be a quarterback, and you can play college again. Remember when that game was fun because we could oh. do that? And then it was uh, this last year they had like a play three on three against uh, the pros' actual teams, and so I think they took that idea and made it this. From last year, I never played that mode because that was not interesting to me. Uh, that's what they do, though. It's like, find that little extra thing you can add on the game because we found something to make different every year versus the whole 95% of the rest of the game that's the same. Did you say they had a mode where you can be an average Joe? Yes, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> All right, yeah. that was my one question. That's it's actually called, kind of interesting. It's the long <laughs> shot. Yeah, it's called the long <laughs> shot. It's like... You're like this number one prospect for Texas, and then you drop out and don't play all four years, and now you got to make your way into the NFL and do all the draft combine and like answer the questions correctly because it'll affect your overall. It's that's uh, nuts. What that sounds waste of time. WWE. What is this? What is this name? Shane Falco from the replacement. I wish. Yeah. I wish nice. I'd enjoy it then. <laughs> Jeez. But it's Shane Falco. <laughs> Cross the picket line. The... I'm out. Ole, 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 ole. Oh, God. That, I love that movie. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to have to watch that. We were talking Major League. I watched that from last week or the week before. Nice. And I'm going to have to watch the replacements. Nice. There you go. There you go. Just love to see a fat guy score. <laughs> and I would get a fat whatever guy Whatever the hell Madden says. <laughs> so, and... Sticking with uh, football in video games and this issue we have, I guess, with Madden kind of continuing to release the same game year after year, 2K looks like it might be getting back into the NFL business as they have gotten rights to NFL teams and the logos, not necessarily the players just yet. But they do now have a deal where they can cover the, the names, the logos, 
and all the things that go along with the league for all the 32 teams and are looking to release some type of NFL game. And it's been, boy, uh, 13 years? When's the last one they did? 12 years? I guess 2005 or 2006 would be the last one. Since they played those two. Yeah, actually, because, yeah, they had... So they did one in 2008 that was all pro football. Uh, But EA has had... EA has had the NFL license, like that exclusive license, since 2004, and it actually expires at the end of the 2021 season um, for the full thing. But for now, 2K has already gotten into the ability to at least get the team names and logos and everything so they can create some type of game so we can finally maybe get some competition in the sports franchises for the NFL, which is really exciting, Um, you know. I, yeah. Yep. Finally, like it was back in the day, you had a choice, and then you know you didn't have a choice. Yeah. It's and interesting. I... They won't make a simulate. Like one of the first things I read was it won't be a simulation football game because they can't quite make that yet because of the EA stuff. Right. Um. So I'm curious to see what they would do because if I'm them, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to make my own blitz version then and uh, yeah. get people that way, and then it's 2021's over. Now I took EA's uh, part of it, too, and now I offer both. And now that's two games I'm selling because people want to play this instead. That, yeah. that was my question, my question, too, was I, I saw that as well. I'm like, well, what is a non, what does that mean, non-simulation football game experience? You know, I, I, think, I think you probably hit it the nail on the head, right? It's, it's going to be more arcade, right? Yeah. I think that's what it's kind of gearing towards. So for me, I'm pretty excited. Right, because I would love to have, uh, you know, I think we keep talking about NFL Blitz, you know, and Blitz, the N sixty four version, the original one that came out, right? Like, I think that's the one that we all kind of harken back to, and yeah, I mean, if they had another game like that that was with modern graphics, and uh, it's, oh man, it'd be awesome. Like that, that's a that's a sports game that I'd be interested in, right? So, yeah. No, and I think that's kind of where Dan keeps coming back with um, MLB The Show versus what's the one you play? Super you Mega Baseball. More time customizing Super it. Mega yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I still have yet to play a full like... game because I've been too busy customizing my teams. Yes, that one. So yeah, I, I think there's a fine balance between it, and I would actually be kind of interested to play the more arcadey style of Madden because kind of I. Shit, I think the last one I have is 2017, so I basically have 21 already, but sometimes the games, I don't know, they they just feel like they drag a little bit, where the arcade offers you that kind of, like, you know, burst experience where things happen quickly and shit goes down, and whereas playing most Madden modes is like watching a football game where you're kind of like, cool, but when's the cool play coming? Right. I think it'd be more fun to have some kind of more exciting arcade-style plays and things like that. Even if it's not specific to, like, Blitz, but it's more just in a faster version or a more arcadey version of an NFL game, you know? Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, over-the-top, you know, looking guys that just smash you left and right or whatever. You can kind of keep some type of semblance of a football game you know like a regular football game traditional but speed it up make it a little more archaic you know not necessarily as many you know 
flags on plays and things like that. But and br- bring back the steroids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was good. The thirty yeah. yard, thirty yard first down, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> down, yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. I, I'm really excited for this. I, I hope everybody else is too, because it just just for the the sheer fact of competition. Because it sucks when there's exclusive licenses. I, I just hate because people can get complacent and man, back that 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 the two K games were the were the best football games when, especially when the Dreamcast was coming out. That, those were the games, man. Um, and we haven't been able yes. to enjoy those again. So let's do yep. it. <laughs> I uh, I played those more than I played Madden. Uh, yeah. Even though my favorite Madden was two thousand four, but I played. We had both, and I preferred two K five. I think is the one with Terrell Owens on the cover, and that was the one I played a ton. Uh, that might be the wrong year, but I know it's close to that. Um, and you know, uh, two things I'll add before we move on from this topic because I'm the I'm gonna say I'm the football guy, Madden. I'm the Madden guy. We'll put it that way. Uh, My football guy. First. What do you mean you guys don't play all 12-minute quarters offense, defense, special teams of a football game and not enjoy that? And play all 16 games of the season and playoffs and do full roster control. I'm just saying that's what I do. Two. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I do that, but my girlfriend hates it, so I don't. (laughs) I find it fun, and yes, it's it's an hour and a half to play a football, uh, play one game. Oh, you must not play the ads. You gotta do the yeah, ads. I don't play the ads. Play the commercials. It, oh, don't lot. the credits. Don't yeah. skip opening. No TV timeouts. Yeah. No timeouts. It's a lot of effort to put the in clock, that kind of work. clock. Always runs. Ugh. And then, uh, so the joking part. But the my point I was to make for 2K with at least them getting the likeness and the teams and everything is get ahead of that deal ending now. Like. Get ahead of programming it, creating it so you have the teams ready. So as soon as that's done and you can possibly compete, you can get your game out before EA releases their game. Because if you get your game out, you're going to get all the sales. And people are going to play your game, I would recommend a month in advance, of EA. And they're going to be like, I don't need to buy Madden. This game's way better. And that's if uh, if I was a big brain in the marketing room, I'd be on that shit right now. Oh. Call me up, 2K. Big brain over there. Check out the big brain on Brad. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that big, doesn't end big well. Big brain time. <laughs> I, I I agree though. I 100 percent agree, and I think this is clearly the the largest hurdle they needed to make. I think in in the fact that they can yep. they can do everything but the player names right now. And exactly when then they can start working this deal if they can actually get player names in the next. The next year around, everything's there except plug-in player names, and you're good to go. So yep. huge, I think, huge for NFL video games coming up in the future. Very excited. Yep. Huge. Yeah, just, I don't have that one. Just got <laughs> <just gotta, laughs> to get college football. Get college football, uh, it's over. It's never going to happen takes. again. They're no, passing, it's, yeah, it's, uh, the Senate has a bill out to be able to pay players, which would get the likeness back so that they can start making the game. Well, it's not to start making the games back, but that's how I think. I'm like, wow. Ma- uh, NCAA football, I'd play any day over Madden. I enjoyed it that much more. The Senate has a lot of bills they need to get to. Yeah. <laughs> Give me huge. Give me huge. <laughs> I, don't have the, I don't have the schoolhouse huge, rock huge song for... Great, great game. I got the greatest players in all time. <laughs> Boy. All right. Well, we're definitely moving on. Uh, 
So there's a new battle going on between Epic Games and Apple slash Google a little bit where Epic Games basically tried to, in a sense, undercut Apple from their app store when it comes to, Whoa. all right, yeah? That's strong language. Strong language. Apple. Well? That's strong language. Let's talk about it. What, do, what, do you, what would you call it? You didn't even let him finish, Drew. Sorry. Come on. I did let him finish. Let's so, say I, how it is. So let's, let's say I, how it is. Let's just put the, fa- let's the put the fact. Let's put the fact. Let's put the fact out there here. So on Apple, Apple on the really App Store. Deserves, they really deserve that revenue I, right there. Hang man. on. I'll, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you, but uh, <laughs> here, here's, here's the issue is on the App Stores, if you want to buy anything basically for in-game currency or you know anything in-game or anything like that for games, Apple charges takes 30% off the top. And right off the bat. So whatever you buy, they lose yeah, your your company or whoever whatever app you have out there, if somebody buys something for it, Apple's taking 30% off the top just for having it on the App Store. And that's it. For doing nothing they get thirty percent just for the fact that tax. they host this site and they're because because the app store is quote unquote a secure site basically they're gonna take thirty percent off of it. Go. I I obviously have a lot to say about this. So don't hurt so, yourself. Well, let's well let's just finish it by saying so. Epic Games decided to come back and basically said. If you want to buy, if you can buy the bucks off of our site, they're going to give a 20% discount. So instead of going through the app store to buy it, you buy it from them directly. They're giving you a 20% discount, basically trying to circumvent what Apple's doing on their app store. And they did the same with Google. Um, I'm not sure what Google is few and far between in the stories. And I think they, I don't know if they take 30% as well. They also get thirty percent, and Google removed it from their Play Store. And Apple removed it from their Play Store as well. Apple did too. Yep. Yeah. So Fortnite is off the app stores basically at this yep. point because, yeah, being their biggest seller, Epic Games went, well, "What the fuck? We're just we're giving away thirty percent of our revenue because they just want to take thirty percent." So the so the big problem with this is that that thirty percent number you spoke about it's not across the board. So 30% is Apple's kind of published, this is how much you spent. But they have chosen specific app developers that they will cho- they will charge less. So things that they assume that the iPhone would be less profitable if that app was not available. So things like Facebook or, you know, uh, Twitter and stuff like that, right? So that that stuff doesn't pay the full 30%. They pay less. Um, you know, I think Netflix might be in that group as well. You know, there's there's a, a group of apps where they say, you know what, the iPhone would not be as profitable. Less people would buy the iPhone if they couldn't get X app. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the fact that Google and Apple both decided to pull Fortnite is interesting because I think one of them could really be reaping the benefits if one of them kept it on. Um, mm-hmm. So I... I guess I, I I don't have a big problem with Apple saying, well, you're gonna, it's our app store, it's our technology, uh, we're gonna pay you or we're gonna charge you a premium or you know a basically a handling fee, 
to to dish out the apps. You know, we have there is a certain level of security that goes along with buying or downloading something from the app store. Um, you know, I know most of us have Apple devices. Uh, in the past, I've had a Google device or Android device, and you know, at least on Android devices, you a hundred percent can you know, find, uh, I don't know, I forget what they're called, but you can find ways to install apps from not the app store, right? So you can just go and download a file and download it and install it right onto your phone. Uh, you can't do that with the iPhone, you know, unless it's jailbroken or something like that. But uh, there, are way, there are ways to do that uh, on a Google device. And I tell you, like downloading something from the Google Play Store is definitely going to be uh, more secure than downloading joeblowsrandomwebsite.com uh, app, you know, so I, I guess long and short, I don't have a problem with Apple charging uh, money to do this. What I have a problem with is them deciding what can and can't be on the on the, the uh, network or on the platform, right? So like Fortnite decides, you know what, we're not going to pay your thirty percent. We want to allow people to buy directly from the app uh, their you know premium services. Now Apple is saying, okay, you can't do it. Um, yeah, the same thing's been happening for years. So if anybody has Amazon Prime uh, video, you'll have noticed that if you go onto the Amazon Prime app or the video app uh, and go to rent a video, it will say you can't rent that video from this device. You have to go to Amazon.com from a computer and rent it there, and then you can come back and watch it on the device. This is exactly the reason you see that, right? It's because Amazon doesn't want to play the game uh, where they're going to you know, pay Apple 30% of every download or of every rental, they say, no, we're, we're going to make the user experience worse by making that person go to a computer and buy it uh, via the computer and then come back to the app. Um, so it's it's crazy to see what's going on. You know, now Apple has this Apple TV thing where they're signing on different people. HBO, I think, was one of them. There's a couple of stars uh, where you can now pay right through the app and Apple doesn't take their 30%. But it's, I don't know. I think my problem is really the censorship more where they're saying, oh, you want to do have a different business model? We're going to not allow you to be on the App Store. That's a problem. Yeah, it's it's funny. You mentioned this, you know, this happens all over the place. It's been happening for a while, too. I've, uh, I've just been uh, reading a book called Console Wars, which was uh, suggested to me by uh, Patrick O'Dowd from the Bandwagon Nerds podcast. Um, and it's basically talking about the battle between Sega and Nintendo. And I just recently, as I read this thing about Epic and Apple, like later that day I was continuing to read the book and came across a very similar problem with Nintendo. When Nintendo and Sega was trying to get into the business, basically Nintendo had that same model where they, if you wanted to be on their console, they charged you 30% off the top of your revenue and you were required to buy their uh, uh, cartridges from them, which was another like 10 bucks. Like you had to use their cartridges because it had this specific uh, protocol, like a lockout chip in there so that you couldn't use it for anything else. It could only be used for Nintendo and basically kind of cornered you into this market where, you had to use their their product and their material in order to get your stuff out there. And Tenjin, who created uh, RBI Baseball and actually Pac-Man for the consoles, decided they didn't want to do that. 
and hired a bunch of guys to reverse, try and reverse engineer this code, could not figure it out, decided to go to the U.S. Copyright Office, because that's the only other place that had this code copyrighted, lied to them to say they were basically in this uh, deal to try and get this code, got it from them by lying, and ended up reverse getting the co- figuring out the code and bypassing it, and Nintendo sued the shit out of them, and that was the end of Tengen because they, <laughs> they t- tried to bypass this and lied to them. Uh, and I was like, holy shit, like, this is the same shit kind of that's going on, and it still goes on today where these companies are charging 30% or whatever. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. That it's, it's, 30, 30 yep. 40 years later, we're still doing it. It's the winning business model. Get paid get paid for doing essentially almost nothing like you're you're charging a fee like it's your thing but you're getting 30 percent. like think about it that's uh that's pretty nice i'll take that off top but you have all of the established technology there that you didn't have to r&d innovate implement you are riding on the tailcoats of another company who has streamlined the process in a way that's like well, shit, yeah, we should make money off of this. Now, I don't agree with, like, the 30% thing, but, like, if you're using... It's like using Photoshop or something like that. Like, if if you want to doctor a photo with some cheap-ass shit online, whatever, it's going to look like crap. If you want a really badass-looking product and you're willing to put time into it, Photoshop is already built to help you do that. And that's kind of where the app stores come in and things like Steam is there's a platform to get you out there. Yes, they want their cut, but they have spent the money to get it to that point for you. So that that's, I don't know, it's kind of a gray area, but I don't see a problem with a company who has spent the R&D money to get something established like that charging you to use their platform to get your shit into people's pockets. Mm-hmm. You're making, no, you're making a really good point because it, it, they could be as simple as, okay, Epic, go make your own phone then. And, yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, because uh, I get the that part I get. It's the oh, well, you have to charge me 30% and we'd be screwed if we didn't have Facebook. So... I'm going to charge them like 5%, whatever they do, who knows. But that's the problem, right, not having it fixed across. But that's also smart on uh, Apple because they're like, we know what we need to get people to continue to buy an iPhone. I, I don't know of anyone buying an iPhone so they can play Fortnite. But uh, No, and the other problem is kind of them trying to circumvent Apple in the first place. It's like they gave you the platform and now you're giving them the middle finger and saying, yeah, you can just do it this way instead. And it's like, mm, you're using their platform. Like if I go to a grocery store, I have to wear a mask because that store is providing me a service. They have their own policies. I should abide by them. You knew the rules before you signed up and, you know, signed a contract with them. So yeah, yeah. I get, I get both sides of it, but that, it honestly sounds like Epic kind of like, uh, oh, well, now we've got all this exposure. Fuck it. We don't need them. And yeah. as a matter of fact, you wouldn't be where you were had they not given you that in the first place. Well, and one interesting point about this is that that 30% we're talking about. So Apple does offer where if you if your app is a subscription app, then after the first year, if it's automatically renewing, their percentage drops to 15 
Mm. So they kind of incentivize people to set up this subscription style of service where you get people hooked at more of a long term. And they're, you know, so after a year, you're only paying 15% rather than 30. Um, but it's interesting because that does not, that doesn't really work for what Epic is talking about, right? They're basically looking at in-app purchases. Yeah. Now, it's not, it's not like there's a flat fee that we're going to charge every month or year. It's, oh, I want whatever skin. I don't know. I don't know how Joker. it works, right? Joker, <laughs> that's the new one. Joker skin. Joker skin and the dances and all that stuff, right? Like that's the stuff you pay for. Um, you know, that's a one-time fee. That's not a subscription. Yeah. So, no, that that is a fair point. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, I don't know if it's Epic's fault. You, no one reads those terms and conditions for Apple. So let's be honest. Uh, I've seen I've seen the South Park episode. South Park so I know episode. that is the worst, man. <laughs> Isn't oh. that the is that the human centipede one? Yes, the human yeah, centipede. That's why, yes. Oh my yeah, god. That's a good one. That's why it's so stupid. Oh. Uh, and you know, second, make a timestamp, Dan. You know, fuck Fortnite. So there you go. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. We had Minecraft. <laughs> we had Minesweeper on my computers. <laughs> Oh, good old pinball. Oh, always uh, so reliable. All right. Well, before we get into our next topic, we are going to pay a little of those bills. And I'm going to put these in afterwards, but we're going to pretend that I'm playing commercials right now. So come back to go to thechairshot.com, find all your entertainment there, and we'll play some commercials. We'll be right back. Now a word from my god, our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy, King Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. This is my yard now. Yeah, and then I was going to do, <laughs> listen to my God, or listen to a word from my God, our sponsors, or whatever the hell it says. Should know by now. Are we talking shit about our sponsors? Because you're going to cut this, right? <laughs> no, keep it. Nope. nope. <laughs> Keeping it in. Keeping it. You can no, find we the made our version. <laughs> At thechairshot.com. <laughs> Always use your head. That was pretty good. 
<laughs> you can just use that. I can't instead. do a Texas accent, yeah. but I can sure as hell no. do an English one. But you can do Simon Pegg, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched Shaun of the Dead too many times. Yeah. We just watched uh, Hot Fuzz the other day. Oh my god, that was our go-to every time we went to sleep. <laughs> Sergeant Nicholas Angel. Angel? What's the other one in the trilogy? Uh, World's or... End. World's End. I have not seen that one yet. I need to see it. It's not. It's weird the first time you watch it, but the second time, it's actually really good. It's yeah. just, There's a lot going on for the first viewing, but a lot gotcha. like... Er, er, what the hell is his name? Nick Wright, the director? Oh, oh yeah. 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 It, it's like hardcore on with the references. So the second okay. time you watch it, you'll pick up on some of those jokes. That was the same guy that did Scott Pilgrim, right? Same was guy? it? Oh, yeah. man. Now I'm going to look like an idiot. Oh, Edgar boy. Wright. That was Edgar Wright. Yeah. Not Nick Wright. Edgar Wright. Yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> no, I, no, I knew where you were going though, and I think, yeah, Scott Pilgrim, ba- yeah, Baby Driver, all those. No shit. Yep. <laughs> yes, yeah, shit. Mind blown. Yeah. Well, Man, no wonder ba- I like those movies. <laughs> Baby Driver is freaking phenomenal. If anybody oh. watched it, that's a great movie. Oh, it's. Oh, he did Ant Man. I didn't know that. He did Ant Man. Yeah. No shit. What? Okay, again, no shit. <laughs> he started it. He was replaced. What the hell did you oh. say? <laughs> Wait, oh. how long is the uh, advertisement? Oh, that's over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he doesn't. A- we don't actually have to talk the whole amount of time. Like you yeah. can just put it in. Yeah. Right. Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I just had to mark down the time. <laughs> Hence the pause. <laughs> But it's got to have continuity. If we just start talking about Ant-Man as soon as the uh, credits end, oh. people are going to know what's up. Nope, that's uh, that's 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 what's going to happen, which is going to be funny. And you know his most important role? He was a resistance soldier in Star Wars The Last Jedi. Who? Edgar Wright? Yeah. yeah. Is he He's the one director. that bonked his head? He, he... I feel like he was. Or, no, I, you know what I bet which one he is? He's the one in the bunker. That gets like blown up when they're like shit's going down. Isn't he it gets... a little bit? Isn't That's he a little like... bit short to be a stormtrooper? Oh jeez. No, he resistance fighter. Resistance fighter. <laughs> oh jeez. You you totally missed. That's a reference you should have gotten. Let <laughs> me focus. I'm on Star Wars. That is a Star Wars reference. That's like the most famous. Well, no, I take that back. It's close to one of the most famous lines, but I'll retract my statement. You can. Oh. Uh, it's fine. Uh, I wasted it. it. I liked it. There we go. I stopped listening to you guys a while ago. I don't even know That's what you're saying lie. anymore. That's a lie. I know what we're saying. We're saying we're back. <laughs> hey! Hi, uh, everybody. We're, uh, we're going to talk <laughs> a good handful of topics here. Uh, we're going to start off with Factorio leaving early access. Drew, what, yes. does this, what does this mean now that it's not... That's full release to no longer early access. What does this mean for people that want to actually play this game so i think what it means is if you are not a fan of early access right if you are somebody who uh you know has been has been hurt before by a, another early access game you know i understand we understand Daisy. your pain we yeah we've all we've all been there and all been scorned by an early access game that didn't go anywhere um 
you know, Factorio went somewhere. Factorio is now a full release. It uh, released on August 14th, so just about a week ago. Um, a week ago from when you're hearing this. So uh, it's now you're free to go and go and buy away. I think, uh, you know, it's if you don't know what Factorio is, it is a building automation game. It's like a I don't know what the term is. It's two and a half D, I think, the kind of top down view. Yeah. You know, the, the players, the models are still you know 3D looking, um, but it's more of a top down view. And it's just, uh, you know, it doesn't maybe sound as interesting from the get-go because you know, when you first land, you're, you're basically onto this uh, alien planet. You land and there's nothing around you. You have a pickaxe and that's it. Um, but the you, you start with that pickaxe, you can you know mine some coal and mine some rocks and turn that into a furnace and, you know, create, uh, you know, bigger and better pickaxes, bigger and better furnaces, bigger and better uh, conveyor belts. And it just, there's a very large tech tree that you can kind of climb up through and automate all of these things. Uh, and I think eventually the object of the game is to, um, is to it, launch a missile or not a missile, launch a rocket into space to, you know, hopefully, you know, either escape or reach contact uh, with your home world um, but it's it's just an awesome awesome game. It's definitely if you're if you're somebody who likes you know the automation, uh, you know, kind of figuring out the best way to you know, set things up, figuring out the best ways to you know. There's a lot of you know maybe math. I don't know how you want to put it, but that goes into it. You say okay, I need this many uh, rocks going into this side so that I have this many of that coming out. Uh, it's just it's super addicting once you get into it because uh, you're constantly trying to reach that next next level of the check tree um it's there are aliens that you can go around and 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 shoot you know i think one of the main things you have to do is you have to kind of steal some resources from the aliens so there's there's a it's it's a very large game there's a lot to do uh it's very addictive and it's uh, officially out now so take give it a shot take a look at it sweet all right isn't it oh, nope do your thing Nope. <clears throat> do it. Do it. Do it. Okay, so is not counting rocks not the same as looking at your cap space in franchise mode in Madden? No, it's not, because that's my real-life job. I'm practicing <laughs> to be new GM of the Green Bay Packers. If you can sit through the tediousness of balancing your supply and your demand... And you should thing. be playing the franchise mode of Madden. No, that's the thing. It's not. <laughs> so I get your point, right? You're you're trying to make the point that it's you know it's all like math. It's all numbers. It's all just trying to balance things out. But it's the gameplay has something to do with it, right? Like I just don't find football entertaining. Uh, I mean, I guess professional football, actually watching on TV, that's entertaining in itself. But balancing, uh, you know, my cap count, that's not that doesn't entertain me. But you know. I'm an engineer by trade. That's kind of what I liked doing. So, uh, you know, developing all these different technologies and kind of balancing things and getting it all to work and, you know, the logistics of everything, that's super interesting to me. So it's, you know, there's, it, this game's out there for everybody, right? And this one's for me. And I think it's for, uh, for others as well. I, just because I don't know much about it, I know you, I believe you talked about this in one of our first or second episodes, but, um, and really just looking into it now, is it, 
I'm not trying to. This is not a bad comment. Is it like like a Sim City or a the type? Is it Tycoon Roller Coasters or yeah? You know, it's is it like that where it's like you're building up your your area? I, I'm I'm being serious. I'm not trying to make a bad comment. Roller Coaster I'm Tycoon. Tycoon. Tycoon Roller Coaster. What did I call it? What did I say? Yeah, tycoon Roller Coasters. Yeah, Tycoon Roller Coasters. Uh, I believe so. they were. Noun coaster. <laughs> er, noun tycoon. So, city tycoon, roller coaster tycoon, circus tycoon, zoo zoo tycoon. Tycoon roller coasters. Those roller coasters who own a lot of <laughs> shit. They're tycoons. Highway tycoon. <laughs> so, to to answer your question, I guess it. It could be a similar itch that gets uh, scratched, you know, as you know, you could in a SimCity type of thing. Um, but it's it's different. It's definitely a lot more uh, kind of exploring the tech tree, kind of figuring out, okay, what are all of the items? What are all the resources? It's resource gathering, right? So it's what are all the resources that I need coming in on this side to make these things? Um, you know, one of the biggest things is conveyor belts, moving things around. Uh, there are these like robotic arms that are constantly pulling stuff off of the conveyor belts and putting them into, you know, either factories or furnaces or, you know, feeding, uh, feeding everything. So it's, it's constantly trying to balance like, okay, these are all the resources I have coming in. How many, you know, how many mines do I need to pull out the right amount of rock and steel and this to have everything fed at all the time? Because you're constantly fighting you're, you're constantly wanting to get to that next level of the tech tree, right? You're constantly trying to say, like, okay, I want to get the more advanced, uh, you know, conveyor belts. I want to get the more advanced furnaces, the more advanced uh, whatever. You know, I, I keep going to those three, but there's a lot bigger tech tree than just those. But you're constantly trying to advance your technology. But at the same time, you see your conveyor belts are either running empty because you're not mining enough or they're just overflowing and you're like, oh, what the hell's going on? I have a stoppage over here. Like something's going. Maybe some aliens attacked a portion of my base. I got to go figure out what's going on there. So it's it's a lot of it's a lot of kind of playing around. It's a lot of thinking. It's a lot of strategizing um, because you don't want to. The space is an issue as well, right? All of these things take up a certain amount of space, and you don't want to all of a sudden box yourself in where you you give yourself a little bit of area, and you find out no, I need five times that amount of space to do what I'm trying to do. So, because uh, you're you're constantly having to like tear down stuff and rebuild it over here. Um, I think the reason I had mentioned this game and it was the first or second episode was because I was talking about Satisfactory, and that is a very very similar game, uh, not in the way it looks, but in the way it plays, like the actual things that you're doing. It's a very very similar game. Um, so that's a good note to everybody. So if you like Factorio and you're completely like nodding along with me and saying, "Yep, you're right." Uh, Satisfactory would be another good one for you to check out. So. I I would add uh, that just the way you the way you described it as like a supply chain and operations major, uh, like that being what I really enjoyed with college made me actually want to learn something. Uh, this sounds like a game like they should have as part of curriculum, like to get <laughs> like get students interested in like the material of that, where it's like yeah. the exactly the spacing, the supply demand, the where's your bottlenecks, where are you overproducing? Like, I feel like I I learned a lot because I really enjoyed that stuff, and that's why I pursued that kind of career. But I feel like that would help people understand what in essence is supply chain 
management operations you know uh so like that kind of stuff interests me because of that like i can i would consider playing this uh because i like those topics well you should check those two games out uh the one just <laughs> the one just released and the other one's in early access so satisfactory is still in early access it's in a, an open beta um i believe they released on steam as well as epic store uh, so it's on both places. Uh, I believe you can do crossplay between those two. So no matter which uh, one, which of those two stores that you bought it in, uh, you can play with the other people. Uh, that's an interesting part of Satisfactory that Factorio doesn't have. I don't think Factorio has any multiplayer component. Um, whereas Satisfactory, uh, it's it's again base building and resource management, but you can have other people along with you. And you know you can kind of build together, so it's kind of an interesting aspect of it. Nice. It's like Minecraft, where you can play together. Minecraft. Yep. Exactly. Everywhere. Minecraft everywhere say... today. Minecraft everywhere. So speaking of games we talked about earlier in another episode, I was trying to come up with a game. I don't know when it was, weeks and weeks ago, where there was a certain game that had unique characters for the specific consoles. And for the life of me, could not figure that damn game out. And uh, lo and behold, this week, all of a sudden it popped into my head where uh, Link is a specific character for the Nintendo version. And that game's called Soul Calibur. So anybody that's been yelling oh. at their at their uh, <laughs> the audio and they were listening to it <laughs> and knew it, I swear I didn't look it up because I didn't even know how to, but it just pop- finally popped into my head. Soul Calibur was the name of that stupid game. It was just a fighting game, you know, like a... It was a regular fighting game by Bandai, you know, like... like it is it not stupid. All right, well, it's not stupid. Okay. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, you know, like all the Street Fighters or Mortal Kombat's, you know, it's it's a... Okay, here we go. It's a three. First of all, carry on. <laughs> I need more ammunition. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'll just say that for this game... Link from The Legend of Zelda was a specific playable character only in the GameCube version. There was other ones like uh, Darth Vader, which was available for the P- uh, PS3, and you could pay as a downloaded content for the Xbox 360 to get him. Yoda was vice versa, was on the 360. Predator. You could download him for the PS3 and pay for him. Was Predator another one? Um I think Spawn was one for the Xbox as well. Um, there's a handful of other ones, but those were the big the big names, and that was the one game I could not remember for the life of me. So tell me why I'm wrong, Sean, that this game isn't just a normal fighting game. <laughs> well, I don't... I'm not disappointed. It the, the game title does have three syllables, which I know can be a bit confusing at times, but Soul Calibur is genius. <laughs> It is Mortal Kombat minus the blood. And that's all I have to say. That's that's your big selling point? That's it? It's genius. There's no blood. It's, it's got great. three syllables. It's got three syllables. It's got no blood. What a game. And I'm sold. Brilliant game. I'm, I'm going to go out right now. We're gonna if I it. look excited hey, to talk, no please don't oh. let me do it. <laughs> like, if I look excited, it's because I have a super topical joke. <laughs> Uh, and that's going to be the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, All I, right. I'll quit after this, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> and retired. <laughs> all, 
all I heard when you were explaining this is more DLC bullshit. <laughs> God, <laughs> all, it, all it ever is is just buy more bullshit because we can't give you the full game. Really? Thank God I'm getting a PS5 so I can get Spider-Man on Marvel yeah. Avengers. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, See? I, they got I you. Think, you know, I think uh, I still don't know how I feel about that. Like, you know, I, think <laughs> I, was, I was really struggling with it when we were talking about it. Uh, I think it was two episodes ago. But I still don't know if this is good or bad for gaming, having these, like, console-exclusive portions of the game still feels very strange to me, right? And the fact that, you know... Like you said, for Marvel Avengers, you got Spider-Man. It's only on the PS5. Like that seems really strange. Like <laughs> I believe me, I would much rather have the game available on all the consoles if this is how you're going to do it. But I, I don't know. It just it seems like it's opening a door. Like where you know somebody EA right is going to say, "Oh, I know how to make money off of this." <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could sell this game six times <laughs> if. If I have six exclusives. Yeah, so. That is kind of odd. Like, I, I really hadn't, you know, sat back and thought about that. But, yeah, I mean, console exclusives are one thing. That's always, always been a thing. But, yeah, parsing up a game based on which console you have is... That is kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it could, yeah. Like, yeah. Or, definitely lack of a better stuff. term, <laughs> it's like the code's already there. Just release the fucking thing. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, well, yeah, um, I don't know. That's why I'm not a billionaire. That's... I am simply a millionaire. <laughs> but I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm a hundred air. Trace comas. <laughs> I, got those, nice. I got those dollars. Nice. I've got a plagas. <laughs> uh, Trace comas, I love it. This guy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy, this guy fucks. Uh, so. Is that, is that. Yeah, I don't remember. That's, really... that's Jared, right? That's, that's Jared from the office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, awesome. let's talk a little Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, Drew, you you've obviously yeah. been been itching for this one to finally come out, and looks like um, you found some interesting things about Steam and the return policy and and ways you can buy this game. So. It's it's super interesting. So yeah, I have I think I've talked about this game every episode for the last three, right? So um, mm-hmm. this might be the last time I talk about it, at least for now. But Microsoft, oh, don't worry, it will be. Release, <laughs> it will be. Uh, <laughs> it did release on the eighteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, a couple days ago, and uh, too much fanfare and also much. Uh, hey, this is broken. Why doesn't this work? <laughs> uh, including the fact that if you purchased it. It doesn't matter where you purchase it, but specifically if you purchase it on Steam, uh, usually how any game works when you purchase something on Steam is you buy it. It then goes through the download process and installs on your computer, and then you play it. And the way they do their return policy on Steam is that as long as you've owned it for less than seven days and you've played it for less than two hours, you can return the game. All well and good. Except for the fact that Microsoft Flight Simulator, the way they do it, is you download the game and you only download like a 500 or 50 megabyte uh, file. And it's really just an installer. And it's then when, when you first launch the game, it goes, okay, now I'm going to download a 95 gigabyte file. 
to Good actually Lord. install the game. Uh, a 95 gigabyte file. Yeah. And uh, just if you're doing the math, 95 gigabytes on most internet connections is going to take more than two hours to download. And the entire time you're downloading, you're quote unquote playing the game as far as Steam is concerned. You're in the game playing the game. So by the time you have the thing installed, you're already outside of the refund policy. Now, <laughs> I'll, first I'll let you guys bullshit. react to that before I go on. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. No, Fuck okay, you, Microsoft. From my their perspective. Yeah, no, never mind. Fuck them. <laughs> you suck, <laughs> you jackass. Yeah. So I, wow. I should give uh, credit to. I found this on Reddit. Uh, I'll give credit to uh, the guy's username if it comes up. Um, Hanlon's Razor, it looks like. Uh, nope, sorry, Frost uh, Frost Pixel on Reddit uh, posted this. So uh, I right. had to check it out myself. And yeah, sure enough, that's the case. It's it's a 90-plus 90 90 gigabyte file that you download. Now, at the end of the day, are, is anybody saying that this was Microsoft's sole uh, reason for doing it this way? Uh, <laughs> a few nods of the head, but <laughs> I think... They're prob- not stupid. <laughs> probably not, right? Because, like... I mean, granted, probably a lot of their sales is going to come through the Steam store. Not all of them. And realistically, you know, if you go to Steam, I think that two-hour mark is more of a guideline than a rule. So you can, you know, it, you're not gonna you're not gonna get approved by the bot that reviews every single uh, return request, right? But if you push it, if you open up a ticket, you actually talk to a real person more than likely you'll get to return it, right? Because you'll say, like, listen, okay, I downloaded the 95-gigabyte file. That took three hours. Uh, I played it for 15 minutes, and it sucked. So I want my money back. Um, you know, nine times out of ten, you probably get your money back in that case. Uh, so I think what people are saying is really the reason that they they did it this way. Uh, not necessarily why they had to do the initial download this way, but with my, Microsoft Flight Simulator, it's... A hundred percent. You have first of all, it's it's a total DRM scheme. Like you have to be online to play. Like if you lose your internet connection, then almost kick you out. You know, but the reason that they're toting you do that, and I can kind of understand this, is that they are downloading real time as you're flying over the world, real time information from their servers. So you're not actually downloading the entire world's worth of graphics to your computer because that would be terabytes of data. Right. Uh, it. I, I've had a chance to play this game a little bit. It is beautiful. It is literally like seriously. Go on YouTube and just you know Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. Just see somebody uh, flying around and watch them looking out the window. You're going to be amazed because from an airplane, you know, from that high in the sky, you know, <laughs> Sean will say, "Well, at thirty thousand feet, you're not going to see much, right?" Thirty-five. <laughs> um, you know, but even at at one or two thousand feet, when you're looking out the window, like it looks like real life. Um, you know, I flew over my house, and granted, my house doesn't have the same siding as it actually has on it, right? But it is my house. It's the shape oh. of my house. And, What's the you know, point? Uh, it's. <laughs> I want to be it's, able to clip that siding right off. Uh, but, I mean, it's all 3D models. So, like, my house literally exists in this game, right? It's, you know, as I'm sure you can do on Google Maps, right? You can go and you can see your house, and they've they've implemented AI to kind of build up these houses. You know, they're using that in this game. Um, so they're downloading that information real time. So they needed a way to kind of connect to the Internet to download all that information. So they said, well, why the hell 
wouldn't we just do it for the install file as well? Um, you know, I think the bigger problem with this than anything else is they didn't let you mute the damn game while it's downloading the 95 gigabyte file. So the stupid like uh, like elevator music is playing for <laughs> two and a half hours on your computer in the background while this thing is it. Even if it loses focus, so even if you switch to another app, you know, it still is playing. I think that was the biggest problem with this whole Sweet. thing. That's hilarious. Yeah, that sounds like a giant pain in the ass. But I mean, it, I, I guess it depends on how you how they want to download it. You know, if if they're, you know, being it's such a huge game and huge file, it may have been simpler to do to do this way rather than trying to, you know, have the Steam app or whatever downloading this thing and taking up that extra time rather than just doing it through the game. So. Yeah, I don't know. The only the only problem is that whole return issue. But if you don't have, if you want to kind of avoid that, there is another option, I believe. Right there, there when it is. comes to this little Xbox Game Pass that we found, we stumbled across. Yeah, I uh, you know i I mentioned last week the price of Microsoft Flight Simulator was a little uh, tough to swallow i would say i think you know i was maybe a little bit pessimistic about it because it was i had thought you only got five or six uh airports to fly out of that's obviously not the case uh you know you can fly out of any airport in the world there's just i think the special ones that you get are maybe a little more high res a little bit better done um the airplanes like i think there's a couple like more detailed ones, but you still get, you know, there's probably 20, 30 airplanes in, in the base game and then add, you know, X number more uh, once you get to the premium and ultimate editions. Uh, but uh, what I found was, because I said, you know, I would really like to play this game, but I don't want to spend $60. I it, I don't think it's worth it. I don't, I don't think I'm going to play it enough to get that much uh, value out of it. Uh, well, I stumbled across Xbox Game Pass, which... When I first took a look at it, it's like, well, who cares? I don't have an Xbox. Like, that's not going to help me. Uh, well, PC gamers, you'll be happy to know that the you can get the Xbox Game Pass, and it works for PC games as well. Uh-huh. So any any game that they release, uh, you know, on the Xbox that is also released on the PC uh, is on their Xbox Game Store, and a subset of those you get for free by being an Xbox Game Pass member. Uh, and they're running a special right now where it's a dollar for the first month. Um, and it only really jumps up to $5 a month after that. So, you know, if you kind of do the math and think about it, it's $60 a year. Uh, you know, if you buy one game a year, that kind of equals out. You know, if, if you're if you think you're going to buy one game a year that you'll play for a month or two and then never play again, this might be a good way to go. So I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? I would say uh, for the dollar, why not? And then $5, also why not? Uh, I know there's a little asterisk there, so I'm sure the price will go up. I had this myself for when I had an Xbox, uh, just their Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. So it was like 15 bucks a month or 10 bucks. I don't remember. It was something like that. 15 and yep. Yeah, and I could play all the games I wanted, download them. I, that's how I got the new ultimate version of gears five or four i don't remember but probably gears five um so you got the hundred dollar version you could download because you're paying 15 bucks a month um 
And I did that for a long time because I could just keep trying games out, play the ones I want to play, uh, uninstall if I needed space. I typically didn't and try something else. Um, I liked it, and I didn't mind at that time paying 15 bucks a month. I canceled it because I just no longer use my Xbox. Um, but, I, you know, with how much things typically cost for streaming services and anything else Internet-related, I didn't mind 15 So at a dollar or 5 bucks, that's a deal to me. Like, you can play on your PC where things hopefully should look better, even if it's not, you know, made for PC. It should still look better and have the... You know, I'm just thinking Halo Gears, and uh, I saw I looked through a bunch of them, a handful of them I didn't even recognize, but, you know, the main AAA, AA, whatever titles are there. The the biggest ones that I saw were, like, F1 2020, um, Forza 4, you know, so they're Microsoft Flight Simulator, uh, Gears 5. Like, the big, big games are actually on there, which I was surprised. Like, yes, it's the standard editions of all these games. You You don't get the Super Ultimate Plus edition. But oh no! Oh, <laughs> yeah. what a shame! You don't get an exclusive character. character. <laughs> I want to give him cool armor. Yeah, I mean, I just this is and going forward, you know, I, I would assume, you know, if, will Halo Infinite when that comes out be part of this, you know, this model as well? You know, any of those kind of newer games, you know, with seeing Microsoft Flight Simulator come on here almost immediately, kind of gives me hope that that might happen. You know, if you if you were to sign up for this um, to get some of those newer games, especially those ones that are like Xbox exclusive, where you don't want to, you know, you might have a PC, but you don't want to buy an Xbox just to play them, you have that opportunity. And I, I do see a good handful of some of those other games, like Ark Survival Evolved, is on here. Yep. I know that's kind of a big one. And uh, and as far as a fun one, if you ever played Bro Force, if you're going to sign up for this, play that game because it is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, very over one. the top kind of contra ish type of game, but it's 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 entertaining as hell. Um, and like Cities Skylines, you know, for an alternative to SimCity, you know, you can play that on here. Um, I've always I've always wanted to kind of play get into the Dirt series, and I see Dirt Rally is on here, you know, so that gives me hope again that some of the newer Dirt games will come up on here as well when they come out. I mean, especially for a dollar just to, for the first month just to try it out, but. Five, like you said, five bucks a month. I mean, if you're, you know, initially it was ten, and now it looks like it's down to five. So if you're at all interested, like that's basically one game. You know, the price of one game for a year. So if you're, mm-hmm. you know, if you find a game on here that you know is coming on here that's worth it to you, mm-hmm. I mean, I, that seems like a really good deal, well worth the the money there. Exactly. Even when it goes to, if it goes up to ten dollars, uh, doesn't just stay locked in at five. If you were considering buying two brand new games in one year, you got your price. But then you get yeah. the whole other catalog. So that's why, like, the 15 bucks a month didn't... As long as you're using it, I thought it was worth it. Because, you know, three games, I'm going to buy three games. And I play all this other stuff. And that's three big-name titles. Halo and Gears right there, you cover... That's your... If it's 10 bucks a month, that's your two big-dollar games. And then play the rest of the games, too. So it is a really good deal. Uh, yeah. And it's awesome they're bringing it to PC, too. That's their thing. We found and, it. That's what they're going to do. Yep. Except and, not, it's not making you buy an Xbox. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't see this as a long-term ideal from a business perspective. Um, let's say you have a million people that want to play Halo, and you're charging them five bucks a month. You're going to make $5 million. 
if you charge them $60 once to buy the damn game, you've made $60 million. So I don't see video games suddenly making that same transition because there's a hell of a lot to be made by just selling the individual IP. Yeah, that's I think true. that's that's really where we're going to see what games come on here and what games don't, right? Because they right. they can decide, right? If they if they want it to be a Xbox console exclusive, like, well, it doesn't have to come to Game Pass, right? If, and even that, they they could make it a PC and Xbox, but you're not going to get it for the five bucks, right? You're going to get it. You're going to have to pay the full sixty uh, yeah. or seventy that we're talking about now. So, like like Dan said, you know, the fact that Microsoft Flight Simulator was on here right away. That's a good. That's good news, right? That's good news or for they, us because they may have thought it was going to nosedive and did that anyway. Yeah, potentially. I, yeah, good point. I mean, it's. I don't know the the other games that are on here are relatively brand new games, right? Like, so Gears Five came out what, last year. So, yeah, sure. um, and that may be you know. That may be a thing where it's you think a, like a stopgap sort of thing. There's a certain release. Yeah. There's a certain release time, kind of like what they do with movies. Like maybe there's a you know for the first six months it's not going to be available, but then eventually it'll show up on here or something like that. Maybe. Uh, yeah. It, it no, depends no. how they do it because I was doing the fifteen bucks a month and I could start playing Gears of War Five Ultimate Edition before anybody else could, just well. because I already had the Game Pass. So. It all, I bet, but you know, I was paying fifteen bucks a month versus this, which is five. Like, it's di- do different tiers, right? That that yeah. makes up for the buy once for sixty dollars, and I'll pay multiple times every month. Uh, because if you say, oh, but if you do the twenty dollar version, you get this, 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 and if you do the thirty dollar version, you know, all the <laughs> then bullshit. you get the unlimited edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and do fifty bucks a month, then you'd be nuts. Don't do that. But the like, that's how they're gonna do it, right? That. They get your foot sure. in the door here by a dollar and five, and then it goes up. Well, sure, they have the they prices. have the different tiers here. You know, the the yeah. the PC like the console one is ten bucks, and the PC one is is now for five dollars for a limited time price. So yeah, get it now before it raises up. But that's your you know they and then they have the ultimate tier, which is your fifteen bucks a month, and you know you get some extra you know exclusive free perks and in game content and all this other stuff. By, you know, oh, apparently you're going to be able to play games on the mobile phone or your tablet uh, if you get the ultimate. But it, initially, looking at what the tiers offer, the, the $5 one offers, says new games added all the time, and then Xbox Studio, Xbox Game Studio titles the same day as release, which yeah. would generally tell me that's where my flight simulator's on there. Now, yeah. uh, you know, Halo isn't an Xbox Game Studio, right? That's Bungie or whoever, so I don't know if that would still fall under that same uh, tier. No, it still falls under them. So I think it falls under maybe, that. Then yeah. know, maybe we're getting those the same uh, day, which would be really, yeah, really cool. Is part of Microsoft Studios? Is it? I, I Yeah, I don't know. I think it's Actually, part of... Uh, my, I thought 343 Industries or wherever the hell makes it was part of Xbox. Okay. Yeah, I, I did a quick search because I thought it was. <laughs> 343 Industries, their parent organization is Xbox Game Studios. So, like, so, Halo should be included then. I would think um, that would be initially available, which is really cool. Well, sh- shit, well no. I will Let's go ahead and eat crow. <laughs> <laughs> Jam my foot in my mouth over here. <laughs> oh, jeez, was that your Texas accent? <laughs> uh, no, that was a mistaken go, accent. Go Sometimes back to when I'm feeling go relaxed, back to your English just accent. gotta get a little southern bill. 
You know? <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Jeez. All right. Sure. Sure. Well, Bell. Yeah, that was it. Well, uh, I would... Also, uh... to... Go yep. ahead, go ahead. Nope, finish it up. We're, mo- we're going to move on. I was going to say to spot check, Gears also publisher, Microsoft, Xbox Game Studios, they would probably also apply uh, for this as well, which that's that's not a bad deal if that's the case. Are they Five not bucks? Epic? They're, no, they're developers Epic, but like the publisher oh, being oh, no. uh, all the, you know, you get a, you get the name in there. I imagine it's probably, like, it was for what I was paying for. It was included, so I so, can, it should be for PC too then. I mean, I think one thing I see here, and you know, this can be the last thing we say about this, but it's uh, the ultimate at $15 a month. If the uh, PC and console are both $10 a month, this might be a way for them to say, well, hey, if you have both a console and a PC, you can pay one low price, $15, 5 bucks off, and you get both the game passes all at once. So, you know, I could yeah. see I could see that being a, you know, somebody in the marketing team saying like, well, listen, we're going to maybe sell more consoles because now people, if they already have their uh, PC game pass and they want to be able to play on their big TVs, well, now it's only $5 a month for... Uh, the game pass on the console instead of an extra 10. You know, it's, uh, I could see that being thrown yeah, around it, there. It pays so. itself yeah. off in like 20 years. So, yeah, <laughs> you really see those savings building up. Hey, it, it, it doesn't take a lot for people to justify <laughs> to buy a gaming console. <laughs> oh, no, I'm guilty. Yeah. So, I'd say, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, keep an eye on this thing. I, I think, uh, even at the five bucks a month, if this is if we're if you get those new releases right off the bat, definitely well worth the money, I would say. So uh, we'll keep you up to date there. Um, and our last random topic I wanted to bring up is we've talked before about WWE 2K Battlegrounds, and it sounds like a lot of uh, a lot of us are on board with the entertainment side of this thing, and that it could actually be really fun. And they finally released the roster. Um, so shaking your head, Adam, you're not a fan of the roster. I got one complaint. I got one complaint about this whole thing. I, I feel like it's going to be get, more than one once once you get done you with get, that talking. You get <laughs> you get you get mankind to start, and you get Cactus Jack after post launch. Where's Dude Love? That's all I got to no say. Dude. No Dude. I want to play as all three. I want where's all Mick three Foley? in the ring. There's four of them. Where's Mick Foley? Yeah, where's Mick Foley? Put it there too. You're really blowing this battlegrounds. I wanted just a Mick Foley only. I, Battle Royale. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's going to be more characters available even after this initial list of characters. I get yeah, that. Yeah, that's it's it's true. Like it's you got the list of what comes with base and then what's post launch, which I'm curious of how you get those post launch characters. I didn't super look into it. I think it's interesting that some characters are pre order bonus. Uh, yeah. I think the one is Edge, like so I don't get Edge if I don't pre-order? Like, when do yep. I get Edge? That's uh, not but a loss. Never. never. But... <laughs> only, if you have, only if you have an Xbox. Because he's the X-rated superstar? Uh, oh, man, we fucking nailed it right yeah. there. He's, he's, R, he's the R-rated superstar, With... that's okay. Oh, fuck, I was thinking because of the boob scene, because of that boob scene with Lita and the bed on the... Okay, cut all that, cut nope. all that. Nope. Uh... <laughs> no, please say boob some more. I'm really entertained by your accent. <laughs> that the boob, boob scene... scene... <laughs> <laughs> Live so, television. Uh, so. I got the bobs and vagine. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I think, go ahead. the thing for me that I noticed that makes me nervous 
is the two little stars next to the base game. And if you look all the way down to the bottom, the bottom right, you get a little asterisk there. And it says characters may require unlocking through game modes or in-game currency. In-game currency can be earned or paid. That yeah. is a big red flag as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I'm sure it's not a grind. I'm sure it's not a grind to get in-game yeah. currency. It's yeah, they're not, they're not loot boxes. They're surprise in. mechanics. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting because I can see, in a way, something they did back in the N64 days with No Mercy where you had to kind of play the Royal Rumble and get through all these different characters in order to unlock a bunch of the guys. Um, so I could see them doing something like that and the, the in-game purchase or you know, currency type of thing really kind of scares me as to how they're going to make that work. Cause they can't, I don't know if I have to pay to get certain guys or they're yeah. going to make it a pain in the ass to do it. It's not going to be very good. That's not going to be entertaining for me. Well, I've, I've got one question is, have they announced like a, a simulation mode? Where things are more real. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they I can't did. Take you serious they called when you it. Start talking. They canceled oh. it. They called it canceled for this year, and then they made this instead. <laughs> so 2K went went the opposite way of yeah. <laughs> of EA in this sense. <laughs> they instead did of I look doing excited this simulation. before I started talking. You did. Yeah, you did, you did I a little bit. You. Saw the twinkle in <laughs> your oh, eye. Man. To be honest, I think, you know, this is a 2K, right? I think this is a glimpse of what their NFL game is going to look like. Ooh, I would be down ooh. with that. I, hope like, I think so, too. I think so, too. This is what it reminded me of is this game. Mm. It's going to be, like, uh, animated, not so realistic, but kind of fun. But it's still what it's supposed to be. Uh, but, you know, not a simulation game. What uh, the thing I didn't like the most about this is, at least in their initial release, like thirty, I think it was almost forty percent of these characters are legends or not current roster characters, and that always bothers me because as much as you, as much as you like playing as the you know legends or characters from the past, like The Rock or Stone Cold, it it. <laughs> It just draws more attention to the fact that current, and this I'm going into wrestling, current WWE rosters are terrible and have no, have no stars that they can draw on anymore. And they have to continually go back to all these guys from the past. That's how bad things are. Um, and I, I like the fact that we, you can play as those guys, but it just draws that attention to that. And it's like, oh man, it is. it really is bad these days because... They don't have yeah. characters they can rely on. It has on. been kind of flat. Like <laughs> I, I agree. I actually used to really be into wrestling, and I don't know who any of the stars are these days. Um, I mean, unless you're like Mick Foley being thrown through the Hell in a Cell in 1996 by The Undertaker, I don't know who you are. <laughs> Good pull. That's like, fair. Yeah. That's fair. And you know what, though? I think it's too, It's what you just said. It's un, It's a forgettable current roster state that they're in. But at, for me, I wouldn't buy it because of the current roster. I don't give a shit about that. I right. need to see Stone Cold, Rock, Undertaker. Well, Undertaker's a current wrestler, so keep that in mind. Mm. Uh, same with Triple H. But all the other ones mm. that are the legendary characters, I need to see them for me to want to buy this game. So like, I get that they why they did that. But it also points to the fact that the current roster isn't, you know, 
all that great yeah. to really point out either. And this is an arcade game. It's it's more built for you know the overall over the top arcade action. So I, I get it. You know when you when you play those kind of games, generally you want to play as the people you know and love. But that's it's and I get it. So it's in a way it's yeah. fine. But it's like man, they're they are really. They really rely on these old guys a lot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I think I think the like the most um, oh, what the hell is the word for it? Contemporary wrestler I know of is John Cena. Like everybody else, I've heard kind of flashes in the pans, names here and there, but like John Cena was kind of the last one that really kind of separated himself as the guy. But I. There's a, a show on our late night radio uh, sports network that is totally devoted to wrestling, and I have no idea who the fuck they're talking about when it comes on. <laughs> nice. nice. Is, that the, is that the is... DWI podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. I dropped that one. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Good plug. Good plug. I love it. <laughs> nice one, Drew. So. Yeah, uh, definitely go check out the roster. It just, you know, adding some excitement as we get closer to that release. I think it's going to be a fun one. That I think after much debate, I am probably going to end up purchasing this, purchasing this thing. I'm going to get it probably for the Switch. Yeah, you are. So that I can uh, sit in front of the TV and play it <laughs> yeah. and just have some fucking fun. So, yeah, that'll be a good one. You're Yeah, you're definitely buying this. And yeah. you know what? I changed my statement. I'm buying this game because the Miz is in it. <laughs> Boy. because of his song uh there was a brewers player using his song um it would make my wife and i cringe because of how much we used to watch wrestling because like his theme music or whatever when it comes out which one is new song <laughs> i came to blah, 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 blah. i play it but apparently my it's music <laughs> version of audio is broken so i got no uh i got nothing to go on here i can't just play Baby Shark. I'm sure it won't clip. <laughs> close enough. Is that close enough? <laughs> I, I got about it's six just things. as bad. I got about six things around me that can play Baby Shark for you. So <laughs> that one didn't work, Dan. That did not yeah. work. Whatever it was, not well, working. Everybody else is going to hear it except for you guys. So there you oh. go. Mm, well, what's perfect. the point? Maybe the fans, the listeners, are the point. No, 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 they're I'm all that matters. No. <laughs> all right. So, I would normally play a soundbite here that would tell us that it's our last topic to talk about for the evening. And so, there's the sound going on right now. Sound words. So, that means it's our last topic. And then here comes the rest of the audio for our last topic. <laughs> Okay, let's talk a little DC fandom. What's well, how much do you need? <laughs> oh, yeah, how much money you need? <laughs> what can I give you? Help me help you. <laughs> DC Fandom going to be on this Saturday. It's 24 hours. 
there's a lot of stuff going on. If you've looked through the schedule, you can go check it out at uh, dcfandom.com. And I've kind of looked through it. It looks like it's about eight hours of content starting from noon to about eight o'clock. And then they're going to do like replays two two times in a row there of all the kind of panels that they have. So a lot of stuff that's going on out there. There's, you know, they're going to have a Justice League uh, Zack Snyder cut panel a little bit on the new Batman movies. There's a couple things we have here about um, possibly new video games coming out. Um, so what do you want to talk about? What, what, what excites you about these panels? What's, what's, what's your, uh, what's your level of interest? Um, well, I know I kind of pointed out the topic and I think, I don't know if everybody's the same page as Dan and I with Batman and DC. Um, I know Dan, you're a big fan of Batman. Uh, I think that's a thumbs down or a thumbs up. That's a thumbs down. You don't like Batman? Do you not see the Batman I'm logo? Just I'm, like I'm just kidding. I know you have a Batman logo a on your chair. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> uh, but the um, so knowing there's bat- a lot of Batman related things uh, coming up on Saturday gets me excited to want to watch. Uh, and you don't have to sit through eight hours because, like Dan said, they're going to repeat everything you know twice because that's how they make their full twenty four hours, right? Eight hours and then repeat it. So. Um, there's a lot of movie stuff, there's animated stuff, and then there's video games. Um, I can easily talk probably about each of those. Um, the things that instantly point me out are rumors on the new Batman game. It's all been rumors up to this point. Um, and there's hopefully well, we we get little, some concrete stuff. Yeah, we saw a little teaser video, little teaser. like, a, what, like yep. 10 seconds. Yes, and it, it, there's... It's that, and then they show, like, kind of a little snippet of the city, but, like, it's Gotham, right? It's just how they design Gotham for the game. Um, I I don't know if we want to jump right into the Batman game, but just a couple things is that the Justice League, uh, not Justice League, sorry, the Suicide Squad fight against Justice League, whatever it's called, video game they're making by Rocksteady, um, and then anything else related to Batman is movie topics so i'm sure we could probably jump right into the two the video game news yeah let's talk about the video games because i the last trilogy of batman video games the arkham series there was phenomenal games and definitely kind of changed the way the that type of game is played with their you know the fighting style yep. and your kind of stealth stuff and everything that they can do it, it changed the course of a lot of those superhero type of games. So, and it's the same group of people, right. That are doing this next game. So kind of, kind of, kind of, uh, one note that I didn't realize until, uh, I'd say today, when I really started digging into these, uh, kind of snippets, teasers, rumors for the Batman game. I don't know if you, any of you or you specifically Dan played the Batman Arkham origins, which was not made by the same people that made the trilogy. They made the one that was like two came out and then they made a prequel that wasn't well received. The company that made the prequel that wasn't re- well received is making this Batman game. But the ones that made the Batman trilogy are making that um, the uh, Suicide Squad fight against the Justice League, whatever the hell it's called, game. Um, so hopefully one of the two are really good. We'll put it that way. Um, 
you know, I hope there's a lessons learned from the this, the Montreal team that put out the Arkham Origins that wasn't well received. Uh, and this game is just dynamite. Well, I guess what would you want to see, you know, from this game that's coming out here, the Batman one, not necessarily the Suicide Squad one, but the Batman one, it looks like people are, from seeing the little images that they flashed, people are saying this is going to be uh, the Court of Owls as the... Yep. You know, antagonists here are the bad guys and uh you know, kind of what do you expect? What do you want what do you want to see out of that as opposed to comparing it to the last Arkham series? Uh I think you know, I think you hit a lot of the points. I I really like the gameplay for the fighting, how it was like the button mashing but timed. You had to be smart about what you were doing against each enemy. And then add on to that with the um detective work uh for me where it started to fall off at the end because i like we talked about how many ever episodes ago i 100 percented the first one i did not do it for a second but i completed it i did not complete the third one because i didn't me personally i did not enjoy the forced uh batmobile stuff i had to do it was constantly like i don't want to be in my batmobile doing uh, grappling maneuvers to get up buildings. Like, I want to be Batman play, roaming the streets, you know? Like, I didn't enjoy that part of it. So, for me, if it goes back to the really playing on the detective work part of it, which is what I enjoy about Batman, I don't, like, they probably will throw in the full rogues gallery with side missions and whatever, like, they've been doing. But Court of Owls is an interesting one because I don't think a lot of people are familiar with them. Um, I don't know how to describe them as like the underground society that runs everything probably is the best way to put it. Um, you know, I'm more familiar from watching Gotham, uh, their take on it. So that's what got me to understand kind of who they were. Um, not actually reading the comics. So yeah, for me going back to keep like the gameplay, maybe improve mechanics a little bit. Cause that's always what you can ask for. And then I just really enjoy the detective aspects, that part of it. So for the uh, Suicide Squad one, I guess we got we got a lot of options there. I think, especially if, you know, because there's so many characters that you can have with Suicide Squad, and the, if you're going to bring in the whole Justice League as well, that's a lot of characters in one game. Yep. And we can see how in movies that gets fucked up very quickly when it comes to DC. So. Yes. What do you think? You know, maybe we can start with Sean here. What do you What do you think is the best way to attack this kind of? If you're going to do this in a video game, what I assume they're going to make this. If it's the same group, going to make this similar to the Arkham ones. How do you do this with all these characters that are out there? Um, I guess something like a blend of kind of L.A. Noir with Injustice. Like, honestly, give me a good, compelling detective story and lots of fighting. Because, I mean, that's, that's all comic books are. They spend five panels trying to figure something out. Big brawl. And then, you know, kind of the, the exposition after that. But I, I kind of agree with um, Adam on that. Like, I really do like the detective side of things. So I'm not... Suicide Squad doesn't really lend itself to that, just based on what they're about. They're mm -hmm. it's just violence um, and suicide. I think, right? Well, that's, they kill themselves. I they're think so. Squad. They're a squad. They're a squad. About <laughs> they're, <it>. Okay. <laughs> so we're we're some kind of Suicide Squad. <laughs> that's a callback to if you saw the movie. 
<laughs> Thank you, Adam. You're welcome. <laughs> Play the coin. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Ding. <laughs> but Stupid. yeah, it, it's it definitely needs over the top kind of fighting stuff to it. But I I'm struggling with where the story is going to come from, like Suicide Squad versus the Justice League. It just sounds so bland. Like, I, I don't know what it is about DC, but I swear to God, they have the least attractive names for things that they're trying to throw together. Batman versus Superman. And just, I don't know, it it comes off as bland. I'm not a huge fan of DC. I don't know. They, they used a big word. They used kill, Justice League. Not versus. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh my mistake. So Wonder Woman's <laughs> going to come out and lasso somebody. Aquaman's going to fart water or whatever he does. <laughs> he talks to fish. <laughs> oh, my bad. Like, I, did, I, I did see something that you were going to be able to kill Aquaman. Like, actually kill Aquaman. That, okay, see, I'm fine. in. Now you've got me signed up. Well, but, yeah, I don't know. Is it is it Jason Momoa Aquaman or is yeah. it cartoon yeah. 1990s Aquaman? Oh, I need to that one. SpongeBob version. You don't want the yellow and green riding the seahorse Aquaman? No, nah. no. I want I want the stupid version from Batman vs Superman. Where he fucking just dives backwards and super swims away. That's what I want. I hear you talk to fish. <laughs> and then so scene I, over. <laughs> I totally derailed this conversation. But yeah. I am no. not really a fan of the DC universe. Like I, I really find it to be nineteen fifties, like macho bland, where it's the good guy always comes out on top. And it's like, eh, Marvel's a little more gritty with some of the stuff they do. So I'm, I'm a fan of Marvel games. But back to this conversation. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's definitely two different... It's two different things, right? I mean, I think, I think DC is a lot darker and a lot grittier than Marvel is. And Marvel's a little more campy and comedic with a they lot more of their stuff. Of- buddy what did they kill what they killed half of everything <laughs> no they brought everybody right. back it's a bunch of uh, uh, <laughs> but no i gotta say okay the joker was gritty the dark knight series i loved yep. but god forbid they come out with an acceptable superman movie well like, their their movie their whole movie genre and their that whole section is terrible they don't do good jobs of movies if that's yeah, 100% agree. They are terrible yes. when it comes okay, to movies. No, I guess that is right. my turnoff. Christo- Christopher they... Nolan was the only one that got it right with those three movies, and that was it. Uh, and and yeah. Joker? Joker was phenomenal. And you oh. know why? Because there was planning to make those three movies. When when Zack Snyder, like, yes, I'm going to watch the Zack Snyder cut when it comes out. But Man of Steel, I really like uh, shit. Henry Cavill, however you say his name. Cavill, I don't know. I really like him. I think he's a good actor. I think the script and writing could be better, but that I have that criticism about every Zack Snyder movie I watch is that it's like big action. Like I love the way things look, but like this story sucks. The and Watchmen was good. I like Watchmen, and I think that's why I was excited for the the like. Oh, he's gonna do all DC, and then it wasn't good because that's why Batman and Superman's bad. Like he didn't actively, I think, plan these out properly. It was just like. 
this is what everybody wants. Throw it in there. And, you know, they stop. They love you. They are, they team up because their mom's names are Martha. Like, it's just stupid shit like that that happens. How did you know that name? Yeah. Why'd you say, Why'd that, you name? say that name? Like, my favorite. They, oh, we're best friends now. Scene. Don't say Martha. Like, just make it real. Make Superman seem human because he has a mom on Earth. You don't even have to say the name, and it's a different scene. Versus now it's Meme City with fucking Martha. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, man, see, this is where we're getting bad. We're getting in the movies. It's just like Star Yeah, Wars. no, but I didn't... fucked this up. I fucked this all up. Uh, Jesse movies? Eisenberg movies and games. is we're talking awful. All of them. Jesse Eisenberg is awful. He ruins oh. that Batman vs. Superman for me. Who is, who is he in that one? Lex Luthor. Yeah, he plays oh, Lex okay. Luthor. Uh, he ruins it for me. He's too scrawny. He is. I, like... You know... I didn't mind that he was a little guy because, like, he he should have that complex against Superman. I just didn't like the style he took acting. He's like a whiny bitch. Like, he doesn't remind me of, like, the 80s version of Lex Luthor where it's Gene Hackman. Yeah, Gene Hackman. I thought Kevin Spacey. I thought Kevin Spacey did a good job. Obviously, obviously he wasn't coming back to play that character, but... I thought That's he did a, a good job as Luther. Um, yeah, I definitely agree that they they could have picked a better a better way I to mean, bring out Lex Luthor's character because the way Eisenberg played it, I did not like, and I don't know if that's I, his fault yep. or the the writer's faults for how they portrayed him. But yeah, yeah, I agree. And you know, that's what that's I. This is where I agree with what Sean's saying. I really like DC, but they don't know how to use their, like, they have an impressive rogues gallery of villains for, like, specifically Batman, but they don't know how to use them across everywhere. It's always like, when you watch the Marvel version, it's a cookie cutout of your superhero faces the bad version of themselves. The superhero wins. Now they're part of another movie and everybody's like, oh, they're all connected. I'm not complaining because I enjoy the Marvel movies, but like, DC, figure it out. You got some of the best villains you could have, and you just don't know how to use them. Huh. Like, it's, they, it's just crazy to me. They puke them all into one movie and try and yeah, make you believe that's it. that's the problem. It's like, we need some... Well, they're going to puke them into one video game, too. Oh, that's God, why I asked, well, that. how do they do this? Yeah. How, what's the best way to do that? Because that's... It's terrible. I, I really think there's a, there's a distinct difference here between movie and video game. Right? Like, so... I don't know. Name the top, Mar- you know, name the top Marvel video games. Like you can name all the Spider-Man. Top okay, fair. Damn, so totally. what's, the, what's the top DC? Arkham? But, no, I, I'm, yeah. well, yeah, the Arkham stuff, right? So I'm just saying, like, there's a difference here. And having a boatload of characters in a single video game, that might work out really well, right? Because it gives everybody the chance to play their favorite, you know, villain. Right and kill their favorite or least favorite uh, Aquaman. I guess hero. Yeah, Aquaman. <laughs> kill your least favorite Aquaman. I was gonna say, name, name some of them. Who who are the good villains and heroes that you would want to play as? And I feel like their catalog isn't nearly as fleshed out as Marvel uh, has been able to achieve. I don't know. So I don't know if Joker is part of this at all. But I would love to play as Joker. Uh, I don't know if oh, he's well, gonna be Suicide he's gonna Squad. Be yeah, Suicide Squad is like not the top tier villains. That's the thing, okay. right? Like it's right, the right. tier below. You put them all, mash them together. Like I'm, I'm not basing it fully on the movie. I've seen the movie. I also knew who the Suicide Squad was. Well, There's the characters Joker in Suicide Squad. Yeah, but he's supposed to be a side character to that to get Harley off, like get her back and out of the team. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's not actually part of the Suicide yeah, he's Squad. Kind of a... Yeah, he's kind of a little bitch. 
Yeah, don't count that Joker. I, uh, I like, I was okay, and then I just hate it more and more over time. Like it was bad. Yeah. Well, he's got damage tattooed on his. Yeah. It, is he like, damaged? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> wow, that's so edgy. Is that a J for Joker? And he's got a smile on his hand. Wow. Well, what a gangster Joker. Well, and that's... he's got a teardrop. He had a teardrop. So you there, knew he there's... killed. The... Yeah, I know you're making jokes on that, but that's part of the comics, and that's where they were going with that. And I know the yeah, character, know. the movie character, was not good, and I, I agree. But like the J is is actually specific for a certain character in the comics because there was one time where Jason Todd, who was <laughs> who basically took over as the Joker, who was originally the guy who took over as Robin, and the Joker manipulated him in one of the stories and that's why the J yeah. is there for Jason Todd. But yeah, I get what you're saying, but <laughs> yes. I, for the nerds out there. All right. No, you're, okay. you're, you're pointing out the right stuff. And that was supposed <laughs> to be a thing that this was like, this Joker isn't really the Joker. This is yeah. supposed to be Jason. But Todd. That, just wait. You're yeah. never getting that payoff. I'm but the way it was portrayed in the movie <laughs> was not good. It was just not good. That J was for Jared Leto. And but yeah it it depends on what they do i I think there's some there's probably some stories in the comics there where the suicide squad members that you saw in the movie are not the full list of suicide squad members maybe the joker was part of it at one time but i think maybe some of the bigger characters were at one time because yeah generally in the movies like deadshot which was the one uh, will smith played is like like almost the only character you'd want to play right i mean yes, the other guys exactly. were kind of well, like eh, yeah. and like the croc was in the uh, i think he's i don't remember what if it's killer croc or I, that might killer be the marvel croc. guy um there was that guy that could climb buildings really well that uh, that I, sounds like a motivating character was fucked. he was done early <laughs> i mean spider-man <laughs> uh so I, I maybe wanna, there's some I extra characters as, i just want to play as uh jim carrey riddler Yes, yes, me oh too. Oh my god, that would be beautiful. You want, Danny you, DeVito right? Penguin? Come on. Yeah, sign yes. me up. <laughs> yes, I am in for that. <laughs> and as long as Batman has nipples, I am really right. in. I, you got that right. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Yes. Robin better have them too. That's all I got. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be uh, downloadable content that you got to in-app purchase. <laughs> you got for the nipples. The nipples. Three ninety nine a nipple. <laughs> That's not a bad deal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, so that's the games uh, and the movies. <laughs> Is there any other? I fucked everything up. No, right. no, no. We want to talk games and we want to talk the movies. So you got them covered. Well, oh, God. what do you want? Well, let's They're let's finish with this. Fuck this up. <laughs> let's finish with this. The the two things we didn't necessarily talk about were the new movies that are coming out. Um, we talked about the ones we hate right now. But there's a new The Batman that's coming out, and there's a Flash movie coming out that we sh- hopefully may see some trailers for the Flash one. Probably not on the new Batman movie, just because I think that's relatively newer. What do you, you want to see out of these? I assume you don't want to see Zack Snyder running this thing. What do, what do you... And it sounds like Ben Affleck's going to continue to be Batman in the Flash movie, so you oh, want to see those God. nipples, don't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Am I taking this over again? You want me to keep running on DC? Because I'll do it. <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect? What do you want to see on the Flash movie? I think that's the biggest uh, one. Not so the Batman necessarily. Oh, f- oh, Flash. Sorry. 
Yeah, yeah I guess. Zip. <laughs> uh, so the flash is interesting because of the uh they're trying to make that their multiverse movie um that links multiple storylines and stuff is and that what this big... movie is is that uh, what this movie is going to be that's the one they're showing but i don't i don't know for sure and it, there's there's I'm two mad if it's not there's two i think there's there's flashpoint which i think is going to be I don't know if that could be live action. Is that what this one's going to be? Yeah, the Flashpoint's going to be live action because that's going to star Urza Miller, the guy who plays Flash in Justice League. And he it's supposed to have uh, Ben Affleck's Batman in it, and it's supposed to have Michael Keaton's Batman in it and link everything together as a multiverse. If that happens, it changes my whole perspective. Of bringing don't tell Batman. me he runs. What's that? Don't tell me he runs fast enough to cross timelines, please. Yeah, that's that's the no. whole point of Flash. Oh, no. like, go back in time and he can jump. Uh, because the whole point with Flash is he is trying to go back and bring his is it his mom back from the accident, and like everything he does fails, and then he all of a sudden is jumping timelines and so, jumping to different universes and shit. So he wakes up basically in a different verse in a different multiverse is kind of the, the way the story kind of goes. And, um, when he wakes up, he finds out his mom's still alive and Batman is not Batman, uh, is not Bruce Wayne, but it's, uh, I was going to say John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's what I want to see. It's, uh, it's, uh, what the hell is that? Howdy class? partner. Why am I... Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne. And Thomas Wayne is going to be played by, Michael, yeah, Keaton. Uh, Jay... Michael Keaton. Michael no, Keaton. No, no, no. Because uh... he's gonna play. He's gonna play the bat. That Batman character, which is really cool. I think he's gonna play Batman. Wait, but Thomas Wayne is Batman, Batman, not Bruce Wayne. So I don't play know. Birdman. I, I he know. plays all the mans, all the flying bat style <laughs> man. All the, the bat. All the birds. <laughs> all the flying superheroes. superheroes. I really think the Flash should just wake up and then it's Pete Holmes as Batman. Yes. And <laughs> We had a reference to that a couple weeks ago, and I didn't react because I didn't want to make it go longer. Uh, but I, I love those videos. It's so funny. Where's the commissioner? Uh, yeah, the but where he's uh, trying to find his voice. That's the one. <laughs> the one where he tries to Superman, find his voice. You saw him. all the different ethnicities and all the other stupid things he's doing to make it funny. Uh, uh, if you haven't watched, I love it. if you haven't watched Batman or any of the Pete Holmes Batman ones, go watch them on YouTube because they're hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, yes, uh, this one is when yeah, Flash wakes up in a different universe. He doesn't have his powers. And he finds out, yeah, his mom's still alive. Batman ends up being Thomas Wayne in this story, not Bruce Wayne, because Bruce died in that uh, accident, not oh. the dad. Mm-hmm. That was a murder. In the murder. And then the, uh, the murder. Um, and then Martha Wayne is the Joker. Martha Wayne becomes a Joker because she goes yeah. nuts. <laughs> um, so it's like yeah. really cool. And like uh, Batman, Thomas Wayne's Batman, uses guns and weapons and is like a more hardcore batman which is really different and it's like a cool take you could, there's a there's actually a cartoon version an animated series version of it if you go watch that i think it's on netflix i can't remember mm-hmm. netflix or amazon it's on one of the one of the streaming services go I, check it out it's really sure good it's really good yeah i'm pretty sure it's um, netflix. And I, it's yeah good. this is and I'm, I'm i'm curious what they're gonna do with it because if they this is an opportunity for them and maybe this ties in with the batman movie 
that they can reboot the series because they can kind of say, okay, we're starting over because the rest of these movies sucked. Because basically what Barry Allen ends up getting, figuring out a way to get his powers back and then kind of resets the timeline and comes back to the the regular universe. So there's an opportunity here to tell this kind of cool offshoot story and reset the universe if they want to. So I'm, I don't know where they're going to go with it exactly, but it's it's pretty cool, Sean. Wouldn't that mean the ending of the movie just invalidates the entire movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Just, yeah, it's just well, it's just yeah. like the yeah, just like the Into the Spider Verse uh, uh, animated one movie. It's like yeah, there was it's basically telling this offshoot story of here's what's happening in this other multiverse, other universe, and then now we're back to normal. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it's like, it could just re- I, you hit the reset button. Movie. It was a dream the whole time. Yeah, right. Oh, he was in a coma. <laughs> I is that I top think still spinning? Though, is this what they're going to do with this? Because I think what I saw is that originally Jeffrey is it Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Am I saying that right? He know. played Thomas Wayne in the Batman vs Superman, and it was Lauren Cohen from Walking Dead playing Martha. That they were going to do Flash to uh, play, have them be the Flashpoint version, Thomas and Joker, you know, Batman Joker. And then Michael Keaton signed on and they're like, fuck it, get him in everything because we need him. <laughs> and then, and then uh, what I that think rough. what I think they're going to do is not reset. What I think they're going to do is they're going to use this movie to say, hey, we realize we are bad with creating the universe. Instead... We're just going to keep giving you all the movies you want that are Batman, Joker, and the related characters. And who cares what universe they're part of? We won't stick to it. Just that's how you get a Joker movie. That's how you get a separate the Batman. But then you're going to get Zack Snyder's Justice League and maybe continue the Superman through there. Like, open it up so you can make whatever you want. Because if they, when they try to keep it a universe, they suck. Like, they, they don't get how Marvel figured it out. So... I like that's why I think it's different because I think I hope it's going to be different. Like it's like, hey, we're rewriting it. You can literally get any movie any year from any of those storylines, and you're going to go see it and pay. It's going to make a billion bucks because that's how things go. Um, that's my hopes of it. Let it all kind of link together, but then let it do its thing, and you know, make me want to see a Flash movie. Let's put it that way too. It's not like I'm like drooling from the mouth to go see a Flash movie or. I didn't. I haven't even seen Aquaman yet. If I'm being honest, I've I've seen Batman's, Superman's, and Wonder Woman, and that's where it ends for me. Yeah, and the, there's there's certainly more they can explore with this other universe because in the like in the animated uh, film, they basically just touched that Martha Wayne was the Joker. They didn't really yeah. tell more about that story, or so they they could certainly kind of just continue with some offshoots of that part of the universe and just say, okay, we're going to do a couple movies where it's all in this oddball multiverse type of stuff. And you could do, you could definitely expand on some stories there if they wanted to. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, I don't want to jump to the other ones, but the other ones, uh, I'm interested in James Gunn version of the suicide squad. Cause I could see it being guardians of the galaxy. Uh, John Cena's in there and my favorite Nathan oh Fillion's in there with a thick mustache. So I can't wait. And then, uh, Um, The other one I saw with somewhere, and I don't know if I for sure. Yep, Shazam. uh, You know, get me signed up for Shazam. Let's go. (laughs) That is such a good movie. And we didn't even mention Black Adam. There's supposed to be a Black Adam thing with The Rock. And that one, I'm waiting for. I want to see that trailer. Uh, I would go pay. 
I'd go to the movie theater again to see that movie. Oh, careful there. <laughs> Just I'll pay 50 bucks at home to watch it for rent. That's what I'll do. $50. <laughs> Somebody can come over and spill soda all over your floor yeah. and couch before yeah. it starts. Well, yeah. it's already sticky, so I got that part covered. Mm. Perfect. <laughs> Does it smell like feet? Uh, I don't know. Depends on the day. We're working from home, so you probably, you know, yeah, probably it's, stinks it's a little fair. bit. It's fair. <laughs> it's just a little. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we covered everything we tried to cover. I know we had a couple other topics we, we cut off on the list. So any last thoughts before we close things out? Adam has a finger up. Yes, because you almost did it again. Nope, nope. I oh, was going to talk about mean... it when I didn't go to the close okay, yet. Okay, I had all I've been thinking about because we keep forgetting. I'm just making sure. I'll let you do it. Uh, it is on page two of the document, so that was neat. It got lost down there. That's what she said. Oh, boy. Well, that's unfortunate. I couldn't see anything. <laughs> Front and center. Last thoughts. Anybody? Anything? Nope. Nothing? All right. No, I think three hours pretty much covers it. <sighs> three hours and one extra hour because uh, we couldn't figure out my goddamn audio. So, with that being said, make sure you go to thechairshot.com. Follow all things wrestling. We also got their entertainment side as well, which is us. The winner is you. Uh, the sports section with three-man weave and five rounds and, and all sorts of more stuff. And bandwagon nerds, which I'm also on. Make sure you also go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash TheChairShot where you can get your A Winner Is You t-shirts. And I say t-shirts because the second one has been released. So make sure you go check it out. Go get your t-shirts because they're awesome and they are super comfortable. You could follow the show on Twitter at A Winner Is You and on Facebook at A Winner Is You. That's the letter U. And, uh... Uh, my shameless plug, follow me on the DWI podcast as well at Podcast DWI on the Twitter and Facebook.com slash DWI podcast. And last but not least, episode After 10. everybody's already gone. Next. After everybody already. Oh, please, please. This is what they wait for. Episode oh, 10 no. coming up next week will be our very first top 10 episode. And it will be our top ten games of all time. All-time games. Any system, any platform, anything you want. Top ten and ten only. So good luck. So tune in next week while these guys figure out their top ten. Because I got mine already done. If you listen to Bandwagon Nerds, you've already heard my top ten. But we'll do it again. That's cheating. That's cheating. You have to do a new top ten. Yeah, I think you need a new ten. Okay, I will, uh, I will copy and paste onto a new sheet, my top 10. <laughs> Reorganize the numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so make sure you tune in, not only for this episode, but next week for episode 10, where we do our first ever top 10 episode. And also, just remember that it's dangerous to game alone, which is what is on that goddamn t-shirt. It's dangerous to game alone. Take on
was quiet for about the first 25 minutes because I had myself muted. I was like, what the fuck? These guys aren't saying anything. <laughs> no, what really? What a bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk right awesome. over me. There's Just... two shows, and they're like, nah, man. Ignore him. Fuck you. That's really funny. It's, it's hazing. Welcome back, hazing. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.